You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Good, great, grand. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Kick things off with a little scream there, punters, dribblers. First weekend of NRL 2.0 moon landing, or is it the second week, Eddie? Second week. Second week. Such is the, you know, fanfare, the mind-melting shit that we're going through now that sport's back. I don't know what week it is. I don't know what I've seen, what I haven't seen. Second week back, you're telling me. I'm not necessarily going to believe you straight off the bat. Might get D or Dave onto it. Anyway, weird intro. We're back, though, Eddie. We're back. We're back, mate. Well, you're forgiven. It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. And long weekends, traditionally, punters and dribbles scramble the mind. Yeah. The extra day throws off the punter and the dribbler. Correct. And I don't think there's any shame in that whatsoever, Tom. Little scrambled. You look fantastic, Thank though. Thank you. So I wouldn't I wouldn't let it trouble you. I'm, uh, look, feel I feel good. 31... Probably by, well by the time people are listening to this, I am thirty-one years old. Yeah, when when the when the first in line loyal punter and dribbler are listening, you yeah. will be thirty-one. I'll be thirty-one years old. So happy birthday, man! Thank you. How do you feel? I, look, I feel thirty-one, but it's also like I don't at all. I tell you what, I was having this conversation with someone. Don't know if it was you. Don't know if it was someone else. But no one tells you when you're a kid, right, that mm. like when you get older, at no point do you feel like an adult. When you're younger, you're like, oh, when I'm an adult. Mm. But I mean, I don't feel like an adult. You're talking about your... Mentally. Your mentally. Yeah, that's right. Physically, my back yeah, feels yeah. like an old man, yeah, but yeah. like mentally... 100%. Like, y- exactly. You just... You just... You just... You just old. exist. You just exist. No, but you just exist. Yeah. Like, you don't go... You're not logging these fucking miles in your head being like, holy no, shit, now I'm... I'm officially an adult. You get subtle reminders, well, but that's from the physical. That's from the physical. Lower back pain, grey hairs. Uh, exactly. Like, I, obviously, I'm getting grey. You're as grey as they get. And look, and there were some reminders over the week. So I went up to buy on the weekend with yeah, Ella. Yeah, Had a great time. But a couple of real reminders, a yeah. couple of uh, grounders for me yeah. about me just getting a bit longer you got in any, the tooth. What happened? So, first and foremost, we were like, you know, she's a girl, right? So, she likes to get, uh, get photos. Well, as far as I'm aware, yeah. So, we're watching the sunset up at the pass. Beautiful fucking scenery. Beautiful sunset. And we're getting trying to get some photos because she wants them. I'm like, Selfies? I'll, I'll give, you give you. Of like the two of yeah, you? Yeah, I'll give you a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my hair in the photos is like, I'm all grey. Yeah. Like, not that I'm brown, no. but I'm like grey now. And it was something about the light. And I'm like, holy, is that how I walk around town? Is that how I'm perceived by my fellow man and <laughs> yeah. woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that so, why that you got the trim? No, I, this was, I've got the trim. And, Since, that's what I mean. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'd have the, oh, the trim. Okay, I'd have the trim. I'd have the trim. I'd have the trim. But the trim usually, Tom, opens up a world of greyness. Right. Like, when it's a bit longer, it tends to hide away a little bit oh, more. Oh, so you're thinking when you trim grey more. It's out and about. Yeah, it's right. out and about. Anyway, so that was a little rattling. Yeah. Like, okay. I saw that photo and I was like, yes, fuck. Yes. That, you saw the yeah, photo yeah, I'm talking grey about. Yeah, shit. But that was like, I looked least grey in that one. Oh, there was others where I'm like, <laughs> that guy's like ancient. <laughs> that was the least grey? So that was rattling. Then the next morning we go for a walk on the beach and we're sort of like on the rock sort of vibe, right? And there were sharp rocks. So... <laughs> You know, sharp rocks play with soft feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they can just sort of stab and they can oh, be it getting... Oh, uncomf- for uncomfortable walk. That's right. That's right. And we were getting towards the end of the walk or of the, the, of, the rock, of the sharp rock section. Yeah. And I've had an, an opportunity to sort of, you know, relive my glory years yeah. and maybe go for a leap. Oh, okay. Over the remaining rocks onto the sand. I'm done with these hu- spiky rocks. Yeah. I'm going to make a jump for it. I'm going to jump for it. Yeah. Because I can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm young. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I've leaped, and I've still got a pretty good leap. Yeah. I was I was pleased with the leap. Okay, that's all right then. That's a positive to start. So in the air, you're thinking good leap. And great leap. Early early doors, good I'd, leap. Look, I'd spotted my landing spot. Everything was looking A-OK. Things were looking up. I was off the rocks, yeah. and I was about to, you know, <laughs> greet the sand. <laughs> and I was pumped, quite, quite frankly, yeah. pumped up. Yeah. I've landed, right? And as I'm landing, I'm sort of realizing that the sand was hard, like really hard. Not, a, not the give, not as forgiving. No, I wanted give. Yeah. And I don't know if subconsciously my body was anticipating give or if subconsciously my body was like, if there's no give here, we're in we're trouble. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because this body, not what it was. No. We need give. Yeah. When there wasn't give, my body <laughs> jarred, right? So, like, I don't know if I just didn't bend my knees or what the fuck happened, but I'd sort of hit with a bit of a thud, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, and yeah. it just jarred me right yeah. up. And, <laughs> and I thought, oh, God, that was a bit weird. That was horrible. And it was, I don't know if it was adrenaline, you know, yeah. that, that got me through the, the next couple of hundred metres. Yeah. You know, the, the big leap. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or the jarring of, of the physical landing. I don't know what it was. But I, I said to myself when I landed, gee, I don't know if that was good for the back. I just thought it. It just popped into my head. Even though I wasn't in pain, it just popped in. Jeez, I don't know about that. Yeah. And then as the as the mornings got progressively longer, Tom, the back's <laughs> seizing. It's seizing now. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I had to sit in the car and drive nine hours back to Sydney. And you drove? I drove. Ella didn't think to take the wheel? It wouldn't have mattered. Well, you could have laid down in the back. I could have laid down Jesus. in the back. Jesus. But I almost needed to sit. Standing was worse. I tell you what, there is something when you fuck your back. My back, obviously, notably uh, useless. You know, obviously, my cricketing heroics have sort of caused it in yep. the past. Yeah. But I think it, sit, sitting is good if you have, like, one position and you don't move from it. But then also what can happen is it'll start to, like, seize up a little bit and you can feel it going and you're like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck so i don't know if nine hours driving is the greatest thing but how are you feeling now i'm i'm i got back laid down and it was and laying down was not that good like well, i just had to get up yeah i had to like spoon a pillow and stuff but i'm, I'm on the mend this happens from time to time me and my back we've got a funny relationship i like to blame the glutes that's it yeah but I don't do anything about it, Tom. I don't like stretching. No, no. I don't like having a sore back, punters and dribblers. I don't like no. that. But I also don't care for stretching. No, well, because the back pain will subside. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, but oh, back's better. But if I'm stretching twice a day, I'll always be in pain. That's sort of my, you know what I mean? Like stretching... Isn't comfortable. Isn't comfortable. Am I lazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, so friend of the show, Rugby World Cup hero, Sam Carter. Now, like, there's a physical specimen, right? It's yep. tough as teak, yep. hard as granite. Well, I mean, the name says it all. The name says it, right? He has a bad back. And when I'm talking to an athlete who has a bad back, it starts to make me feel a little more comfortable about my own athleticism and, mm. you know... Maybe it's not the fact that I haven't done a proper sit-up in eight years. It's just the fact that backs go. Backs go to the backs best. Go. Backs go on the best. Yeah, because Carter, like, and just to touch, like, you know, when you touch it, even when you think about when Crichton came in, Kirtley, mm. when you put your arm around Thick. a fucking athlete, you're like, there is a density to their muscles mm. that just, I've never felt that hard in my life. No, it's, 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 you well, know. it's impressive. It's impressive. And when you feel like the trunk of Carter, and by trunk, I mean his torso punters and dribblers, not his not his piece. His trunk is just thick and solid through. I'm like, there's just no way that your back should be bad because it seems like the muscles all around it would be perfect. Anyway, enough about his body. He tells me his back's fucked and he has to do like, 
extensive stretching of the hammies and the glutes mm. for anything to be okay. So I started trying to implement that, but Eddie, same to you, I got over it. Mm. Back started to stop hurting. So now I just don't do it. Yeah, you, you look. You, you... I'll do it as like a reaction. Oh, back's hurting. I'll trust you. Exactly. I'm. I'm not a proactive guy. I'm a reactive guy. Oh, yep. my back's hurting. Stretch the glutes. Yeah. But if I stretch the glutes and my back stop hurting, then I stop stretching my glutes Correct. because my back doesn't. Your hurt. back doesn't hurt. I anymore. mean, it's a it's a vicious cycle, punters and jibblers. Yeah. And I don't have you know I don't have ready made solutions. No. Not ones that I like to implement day to day. Not workable solutions. Not workable solutions. Solutions that work with me. Yes. If any punters and dribblers do have glute based solutions. For punters and dribblers on the go? Well, is there something... Like an up-and-go replaces weight bix in the morning? I'd is there like an up-and-go version for the stretch? For the stretching well, of the like glutes? Where I don't have to stretch, man. Yeah. I don't want Stretching stretch. that doesn't involve stretching. No. Sounds silly? Maybe. Maybe. I... Similar to... Well, similar in the vein of, like, how old we are. Obviously, I am 31, as you're hearing as punters, dribblers. But just something where I was, like... I got excited about something, and I was, like, I'm too... Well, I'm just... This is obviously how old I am now that this sort of shit's exciting me. Now, I know that my um, my sort of plumbing at my house has been a, you know, a point of, a topic of conversation on here. Alex Ironside, friend of the show, will often get like- Plumber a, of the show. Plumber of the show. He'll often get, uh, you know, a DM from me saying, mate, can you help me out here? I'm, I've found myself in a plumbing situation. I rather enjoy reading them and they are quite frequent. Well, yeah, they are. Anyway, my kit, my sink in my bathroom start is clogged. So, like, it would take sort of 15 minutes to drain. And after you brush your teeth and shit, it's like you'd come in the next morning, it's just like dried shit everywhere. It was disgusting. Did you get the plunger? That, get it, give a plunger a go? Well, no, I didn't because I also find with the plunger, if you've got a, if you've got a sinkhole with all the crisscrosses in it, yeah. your plunger's just going to, like, suck it up and then fucking let it go again. I'm not pulling anything out. Yeah, look, I mean... Anyway, look... No, I didn't plunge it. Not our world. Don't own a plunger. I also don't know if a plunger is the right tool to use there. But anyway, was going to hit up Ironside and I was like, this motherfucker just needs a break from me, I think. I need to just try and work this one out myself. Drano. You ever heard of Drano? Isn't that the stuff you've used in the past? And it, well, you feared it may have done I thought I was gonna melt irreparable through. damage to the pot. Old building. I thought Drano might have just melted through the whole place. Mm. Had like half a bottle in there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just fucking give this Drano a whirl. And this sink was fucked. And I've poured it in. Mr. Muscle, to be specific. Drano. Mm. I don't know if Drano's like the umbrella family. Yep. And then Mr. Muscle, the brand. But Mr. Muscle. Well, he's all muscle. He's all muscle. So I went with Mr. Muscle. Yeah. And I was just so stoked to have something work. I was like... I've, I've left it. I had to leave the house and I came back and Steph was dealing with it and I've come back in like just running being like, how'd the sink go? Is it working? She's like, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's working. I'm like, so like it's fine. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's fine. And I was just like, why wasn't she as pumped as why you Why aren't you as excited as I am about the Mr. Muscle? It's not often you see a product deliver such tangible results. That's Tom. what I mean as well. I'm appreciative of the, you know, in this uncertain world of ours of something doing what it says on the box. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, we're constantly misled well, by misinformation, by products that don't do what they say. Speaking of misled, and this has just come up to me. It's just bubbled up to the surface. Got some headphones November last year. Mm. Some, like, sort of Dre Beats style, but not Dre Beats. I don't know what you call them. Uh, but they headphones. Were, yeah, but, you know, like the ones you sort of put over your ears rather than just, like, your fucking yeah, yeah. ear ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. JBL. Fuck you, JBL, by the way. Now, got these headphones... They come with a warranty. All 12 my, months? 
Yeah, something like That's that. That's stock standard. Yeah, yeah, stock standard 12 months. All I've done, Eddie, is just wear them, right? Mm. Like, I don't do anything, you know, as you can tell, high octane. Things that might damage headphones. No. You're not a high octane guy. I'm not a high octane guy. So within the first week, I reckon, of using these, the like leather, pleather, whatever it is around the ear bit, started just peeling away. And I'm like, look, I'm not happy about that. But I'm also not someone who's just going to go back and be like, excuse me, there's like a little <laughs> bit of pleather coming off. So I'm like, whatever, I'll wear that. It started to come away pretty significantly. I will say, like, when you start seeing little bits of leather on your ear, you're like, this is not fucking cool. But when you have to, when you have to de-pleather your ears after a wear, yeah. like, I'm not in the business of de-pleathering after every wear. And that's what I was, that's where we were getting to. But again, Eddie, I'm not a, I'm not a whinger. I'm not no. a Karen. So I was like, fuck it. We'll let this go. Then the connection where, like, the big ear bits and, like, the plastic mm. started to, like, crack and break. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? To the point where I have to, I've got tape. They completely snapped through and I've got tape now. Like, you know, like <laughs> geeks who have tape in the middle of their glasses. Yes. I've got them on either side of my ears. And then Steph's Have like, you bought tape that tried to marry up with the no, color? No, dude. I oh. just have like horrendous, like see-through, clear, like packaging <laughs> tape. Like sticky tape. Yeah, like sticky tape. <laughs> sticky tape. Which, shout out to sticky tape, works. But anyway, Steph's like, dude, you've got this under warranty. Let's just send it to JBL. P.S. Fuck JBL. And so she sent off the photos and everything. And then um, they come back and they go, oh, sorry, the warranty doesn't cover you for, for use, for damage that comes from use. Well, then what does it cover? That's what I want to know. What does it cover at all? You can't, well, it covers... Non-use time. But that's it, yeah, if it sits there yeah, and yeah. then when you look if at it... If it remains in the box, sealed, we can replace it. We can replace it. Otherwise, no. Otherwise, no. And Steph's like, well, what do you mean use? Because he's, he's, again, not a high-octane guy, JBL. <laughs> uh, he's just fucking used them. And now they're breaking to you guys. And it's just when they come back and they go, I know, I'm so sorry, but that's just our policy. And it's like, but that's... You've sold me on a warranty here, you pieces of shit. That's like saying, oh, sorry, your fucking washing machine, which now doesn't work, doesn't fall under warranty because you've used yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. I'm that doesn't make sense. Sorry, so just quickly, uh, Miss, Mr. Birmingham, so have you used the washing <laughs> machine for washing clothes? Uh, yes, I have, as per the instructions on the box. As per mm, why I purchased it. As per it. why I purchased it. Mm. We're so sorry. Actually, the warranty doesn't cover you for washing stuff. <laughs> like, and I'm just sitting there like, like, what do you do at this point? Mate, that's almost the current affairs stuff. Seriously. It is. Someone get Tracy Grimshaw, P's and D's, maybe D, uh, slide into the DMs of a current affair. So, I mean, this reeks of this reeks of a current affair. It does. Tell tell Trace my story. Get onto the consumer watchdog. Yeah. Because this is outrageous. The ombudsman? Yeah, the ombudsman's got to know about this. We, the ombudsman needs to know. So if we can find out. Dior Dave, can you just... I'm on Who the, is the ombudsman? I'm on the C website right <laughs> yes. now. Yes. Yeah. Yes! Like, there's got to be no ways it's legal to have a warranty that doesn't cover use. <laughs> Just doesn't Fuck make yeah, sense. Dave. Well, yeah. listen, I mean... It, 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 the warranty, by definition, covers cover use. for that, yeah. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what the warranty's for. Fuck you, JBL. That's an official... Uh, no, look, yeah. we're not happy. No. I'm certainly not happy, and I can only imagine how Tom's feeling. I'm not happy. You must be ropeable. Yeah, I'm ropeable. Uh, but look, I don't know how we got onto that. I'm very sweaty for the first part of the show. You know what I mean? We haven't even talked any sport. Haven't even talked any sport this far in, and I'm already furious. 
Um, and look, there's going to be more fury. There's I more fury you to that come. Don't you worry about that. If you saw your rugby league on the weekend, you saw one of the great robberies of all time, and we'll get into that very shortly. Dior Dave, thank you very much. Welcome to the show, Dave. We haven't said hello to you yet. <laughs> great to be here, boys. Really a fiery podcast. I'm yeah, thinking. it might be. Oh, we're pumped up. I'm going to have to start using this dead hole as deodorant because I think I'm going to stink by the end of this one. Uh, do you think it's time to get into some sport? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think but so. it needed to be covered. It needed Tom. to be covered. Fuck JBL. That's what this podcast is going to be called. Possibly not, though, for legal reasons. Slash that's why we got Slash binged off Apple. Yes, exactly. We can't swear in the titles. Also, fuck Apple. But I don't mean that. Yeah, I agree. Fuck Apple. Fuck Apple. Overpriced shit. Yeah. It is overpriced. Yeah. It's overpriced shit. You know, what fucks, you know what fucks me about Apple? And I'm, a, I'm an Apple guy. You know I am. Yeah, yeah. I like using their products. I do. But it fucks me off the fucking the, the gouging they do. So my laptop, right, they've taken out the USB ports and put in like new USB-C ports. So then I have to buy the USB-C ad- adapter so I can plug the USB into it. And I'm like, you only did that so I'd have to buy the adapter, adapter that you're selling to me now for $100. That's yeah. why you did that. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is bullshit. It's the same way when they're like, oh, You yeah. could have put one in. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we don't do headphone jacks anymore. So you need to get AirPods. And then you're going to lose an AirPod, and then you've got to get yeah, new yeah. AirPods. And you know how we, it, you know how we make it look like you get AirPods with your phone. You don't. No. Oh, you don't. <laughs> you got to buy them separately. So your phone doesn't come with headphones. No, it comes with the fucking old shit. It comes with the like the old ones. But and then you, they give you a little adapter at the bottom. Do you know what I mean? To put into the charger. Yeah, yeah. To put into like the bottom of the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't charge and use your headphones. No, you can't. Fuck those guys, dude. Yeah. Unless you get AirPods, which are like 300 bucks or 400 bucks. 400 bucks for AirPods? For the pros, yeah. What do the pros give you? Uh, Noise cancelling. Oh, for fuck's sake. And the other one's like 300. Dior. Dior. Anyway, not important. No, but but it is. You know what? We need to stop getting gouged. And look, if Tom and I can do something about it, we will. Like how they're they're made to break after a certain amount of time, so you've got to get a new one. Mate, things used to be made to last. And not just last, Tom, but last millennia. Millennia. Mate, I went to my old man's place. He had a towel. Now, my old man likes to hold on to shit, but there was a towel in his house from like, I was using that Mickey Mouse towel when I was one years old. And I know a towel isn't technology, Eddie. But I can but promise you the something. The towel looks good. I promise you that, mate. And no shit on Venroy. Like, they're okay. I watch, I wear their stuff. But I promise you right now that if you bought a Venroy towel, you wouldn't have it in 50 years. You wouldn't have it in 10. It would be... You'd have a little bit of thread that you might keep in a box. Yeah. That's, that's it. all you'd have left. You wouldn't have the Mickey Mouse towel which is sitting in my old man's no, bloody living No, room. you wouldn't. Things used to be made to last, Tom. Now yeah. they're made to last five years. Yeah. That's the life cycle. Or if it's a phone, it's two years, the cycle of your plan. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you need a new phone, do you? Yeah, because it's dying because you've infected it with some sort of fucked up virus. Yeah. Planned obsolescence. That's, that's the fucking that's term the I was yeah. looking for, Dave. Yep. You've actually, you're a blinder to kick off the show today, mate. All right, the podcast this week is brought to you by Rescue Brand Emergency Products. Now, obviously, in these crazy COVID times, there are plenty of uh, cowboys out there, but not the good type of cowboys. I'm talking people who are jacking up prices of hand sanitizer to fucking make them more expensive than gold. Uh, Now, Rescue Brand, still selling all the same shit, but ethically minded. Uh, they set up as a result of the COVID crisis to re-employ people who have lo- who had lost their job 
um, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, they are partnered with Indigenous organisations to help donate essential items. And uh, everything that they sell is being sold at pre-crisis prices. So none of that cowboy price gouging bullshit that you're getting when you get down to your local 7-Eleven to try and get yourself some hand sanitizer and you realise you've got to mortgage your mum's house just to be able to keep your hands clean. Go to rescuebrand.com.au to go and buy sanitizer, antibacterial wipes. If you've got a business that's reopening and you need face masks, gowns, gloves, whatever really, they can get their hands on it if you need it. So you can reach out, rescuebrand.com.au. Now they've also got a little uh, COVID tracker map. Now thank Christ in Australia, Coronavirus, as it stands, punters and dribblers, looks like it's uh, it's chilling out a little bit. Second waves can come. We all know this. We all hear this. But if you go to data.rescue.support, then you're going to be able to see a COVID case tracker where you can see, you can put in your, your, your postcode and you can see if there's any new cases in your area. You can see recoveries. It's basically using government data to tell you from a national, state, and suburb, suburbial level, uh, about the coronavirus cases in your area. So if you need anything, rescuebrand.com.au. And if you want to keep on top of where the fuck corona's at in your area, then data.rescue.support. You're going to need to get this from somewhere, Punish Dribblers. You're probably better off not getting completely ripped off by some absolute sunny cowboy who's trying to make a quick buck off you. Better off going to rescuebrand.com.au, getting fair-priced sunny and wipes uh, from a business that is looking to employ Australians who have lost their jobs as well as work with the community. Uh, so it doesn't seem like a tough decision. Rescuebrand.com.au. So, look, Tom and I are pissed off. Is there a theme here? There may be. Might are there be. reasons why? Yes. Saturday's robbery, 5.30 p.m. Well, it would have been about 6.45 or By the time the robbery or whatever. took place. 7 ish Dior. Well, when we, went, when we went down to the local police station, we were like, listen, we need to report a robbery. Yeah, yeah. What, look, look at my witness statement. Whatever, whatever time's on there, that's yeah. about the time that we were robbed. And robbed we were, Tom, because it was a good game. And... Rugby league, the winner, but... But then the rugby league was also the loser But at the it was end. the loser at the end because of someone who clearly, and I'm not hanging shit here, but I sort of am on the, on the linesman, um, because he, yeah. clearly, he clearly doesn't understand, Tom, basic physics. Now, listen, you and I, obviously, physics professors, we don't like to talk about it a lot. We, no. don't, we don't toot our <laughs> physics trumpets, Tom, and we don't have to. No. Not usually. No. But we do damn. We, we have do to now. now, don't we? Because they still don't seem to understand how the fuck physics works. Tom, if I was to run at full pelt, mm-hmm. you and I. Quick. Quick. Probably getting up to 40, 40-ish, 50-ish Ks clicks. an hour. Yeah. I reckon 50 at our top at our top speed. Yeah. If we're running 50 clicks and I pass you a beautiful uh, spiral pass, hit you on the chest over 10 metres, right? Yeah. Right to left, yeah. usually my... my, my That's uh, your go-to. But your left to right ain't bad. It's not bad. But I'm going right to left here, and I've thrown a nut, yeah. a sick nut, yeah. hit you on the chest. Yeah. Now, if we were to slow that down and look 
the ball has gone backwards out of my hand. And you would say, oh, that's gone backwards. But it's not. It's actually gone forwards because we're running at 50 clicks. Yeah. The ball, before I've thrown it, is traveling at 50 clicks. Yes. It's traveling at 50 clicks in the air. And when it arrives to you, it's probably still doing about that same speed. Yeah, well, now, especially because of that, out of your hands. Exactly. So even though I've thrown it backwards, it's actually traveled forwards. forwards. Now, there's a lot of people that don't seem to understand that that's how it fucking works in this world, mm. all right? Yeah. Now, yes, it might have floated forward, but most passes at full fucking pelt do. At 50 and Tommy, clicks. Tom, well, what do you reckon Tommy Turbo was running? 200 clicks? At a pinch? Yeah. <laughs> at a pinch? Ruben Garrick, not a slug either. No. He's a quick boy. He's very quick. Did you see him barnstorm over the top of fucking... Absolutely bitched old Clinton Gustin. Like, Clinton looked like a loser, and I like Clinton. No, we're, we're fans of Clinton, but in that situation, I mean, what do you want us to do? He looked like a loser. Now, to say, oh, no, that's going forward, when it went backwards out of the hand and maybe a little middle little nudge forward in the air... It's all right to go forward in the air. Literally, the rules are backwards out of the hand. No, but I've just, could... I've just explained that most passes when running at speed, will go forward. Yes, but you could actually have it go backwards out of the hands and then, bloody, you could have had uh, old mate Ruben the Snack Garrick mm. catching it out in front of him, but it went backwards out of the hand. Now, when Ruben got it, he still had so much work to do. Bitching Clinton, running around whoever their centre is, maybe Wunga Blake, Dior. Mm. Mm. And then I, I was on the couch with the Misso. Shout out to Steph. And I obviously, at some point, didn't think all hope was lost because obviously I know what my team's capable of. But was I a little deflated, Eddie, a little concerned? Maybe chewed a bit of the fingernail? Sure. Hmm. But, but who wouldn't? But who wouldn't, right? When they scored that try, and a try it was, I leapt from my lounge seat, jumping around, whisper cheering because my daughter is in bed. Shout out to Evie Rose. And it takes a bit for you to leap, Tom. It takes a lot for me to leap. We just established, mate, if you're having trouble leaping, imagine me, right? And so I've leapt, cheering, Steph's cheering, households full of laughter and joy. Christmas time Christmas stuff. Christmas time stuff, Eddie. It was, it was uh, uh, you know, real, real Christmas time vibes. Jingle bell stuff. <laughs> and then... And then to have it taken away from me in that one moment. Cruelly, Tom. Cruelly. I melted into a puddle on the floor. Now, I don't know if we've discussed the famous 90s show Alex Mack. Do you remember that or is that before your time? Alex Mack was a young girl at school who could melt into puddles and travel under doorways and shit. She no, was... I don't remember Alex Mack. It's upsetting. It's upsetting that it's you didn't the, it's know that, that. It's that 18 months it's that really that throws months. us off, And mate. that was probably the length of the show ran for. There's no way Alex have... Mack gets picked up for three seasons. I don't think I don't think she was signed after one I think year, it was no. probably a 24-month thing, Alex Mack. Could you deal the length of Alex Mack? Uh, Alex, the, what's called the secret world of Alex Mack, four seasons. Wow! Yeah. When, years. Um, give us years. Uh, give us a sec. It starred Jessica Alba, young Jessica Alba, 94 to 98. 94, 94 I'm three. I'm yeah. probably a bit young. I'm five and you're 94. You're five and you're starting to get the sense I'm of the world. starting to notice shit. So you might have got the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Whereas I'm, you know, okay, that makes sense. Surprising Jessica Alba was in there. Didn't know that, but I did know the chick from 10 Things I Hate About You is in it. Now that's not important, Eddie. All I'm saying is I melted into a puddle like Alex Mack. And she could do that, trust me. She did it for four seasons. She did it for four seasons. Four glorious seasons yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Shout out to the 90s. Yeah. Um, so to have that taken away from me, that moment, I, f I, I felt absolutely robbed. and Hollow? Gutted. Hollow. 
I sat on the couch in silence and Steph's going, the worst thing is, and again, it's not Steffi's fault. She doesn't know why when she sees every other thing ruled on by the video referee, why they aren't ruling on it. She's like, but it's, it's not going forwards. I'm like, I know that. And she's like, but why can't they rule it? I'm like, I know, I know. Listen, I'm broken right now. I can't go into you know the what, rules. You know what we should do, Tom? You know how we've saved a shitload of time by going six again for ruck infringements? Yes. Let's borrow a little bit of that time that we've we've wrestled back. Yes. About four minutes on average per game, I think, Tom. Yeah. And sprinkle a little bit on forward pass rulings. Yeah. Do we, when there's a try, do we need to look at this again? I don't mind that. Forward pass rulings in the act of a try. Just sprinkle it on. Let, you let him go. You just let him go. You go, oh, I don't know. That was borderline. He's got his flag up, but I don't know, bro. I reckon you got that wrong. I reckon you played a shocker. Yeah. Let's just let it go ahead. Let it go ahead. Ruben Garrick steamrolls Clint. Sorry, you got a bit beated, but you're, you know, you're a great bloke. You're a great bloke. But you, look, you look like a beater, but you're a great bloke. You're a great bloke. And then you go, okay, I'm, I'm not sure. Pretty happy with it, but I'm not sure. We'll have a look. Yes or no? Pretty simple. Because we've borrowed some of the four minutes, Tom. Maybe it's 10 seconds, maybe it's 20, but we're still good. We're still in the green. We're still in the green. We're still in the green. That's it. That's a great point. Because everyone's like, it's a time waste. It's like, bro, we've saved so much time. Rob Peter to feed Paul, mate. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's age-old rhetoric. Mm. I mean, Peter Pan, not Peter Pan. um, (laughs) Fucking, what's his name? Running around the forest. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) Similar attire, in fairness to you. Like, Peter Vlandis has got a bit of Robin Hood about him. Yeah. I reckon he needs to he needs to give a bit back now. Because yeah. Yeah, he's he stolen some minutes, he's stolen some wrestled them back, yeah. and now he needs to give them out. Yeah, you I know think what so. I mean? Give them out to the poor. Now, <laughs> I was asking someone as well why the fuck we don't rule on forward passes with the video referee, considering, like... There are cameras everywhere, Eddie. Like, there are... Considering we could. But Considering we could, but, like... It, basically, the understanding I got was like the decision was made back when cameras were not as ubiquitous as they are now. Like now, every single person in the crowd has a camera, and then there's like 50 cameras on the game itself. There's foxes got their flying air foxing on the side, and like you could absolutely do it. Like when you've got creeps at the railway station with cameras in their phone upskirting people, are you telling me we can't dedicate a camera to? The forward pass? Mate, upskirting's a big issue. It's, it's, a, a, huge it's a huge issue. issue. And it's an issue because of the prevalence of, of cameras. Phones. Yeah. Or and, cameras. And, 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 how, and how easily hidden they are. This doesn't need to be an obtrusive camera. So any any argument against ruling on forward passes by the video ref or a la time or lack of cameras yeah. are solved. Exactly. If you don't think that we should be filming the forward pass, you're basically for upskirting. You're an upskirt guy. <laughs> or girl. You're, you're, you're yeah. pro upskirting. You're pro upskirting, which is fucking disgraceful. It's dis- you should be locked up. Yeah, you should. That's it. If you if you don't if you don't, we should rule on these in the video ref. You are pro upskirt, <laughs> and you should be locked up. And and we'll stand by that. Oh, I'll st- oh mate, you can you can put my name next to that. <laughs> I'd run on that in a presidential election, Tom. <laughs> Boys, if I can jump in here, I mean, the- thank God, someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the NFL watching dribblers would know in NFL, they have a straight yellow line across the field. In fact, sometimes multiple that shows where the 10 meter yard line is. Yes, they do. And I just did a bit of research here. That was first patented in uh, 1978 and then pretty much got perfect by 2002. So we've had this technology to determine straight lines across football fields. So it can be done. 18 it can be years. done. It can be done. And yeah. has been done for a long time. So we could NFL. bring that. We could bring in a little bit of the, you know the Hollywood of NFL into the game. 
I'm not anti-Hollywood, Tom. Bit of a yellow line across the field, get everyone excited. Or be, we could maybe even use a new colour. We could change the colour. Maybe a bit of pink or purple Well, or I mean, what if it's also for the round? You yeah. Know, women in league round, it's pink. Or like, you know, you could have a black into, an, uh, into a yellow, into a red. Aboriginal, into the indigenous, for the indigenous round. round. There you go. Look, there's, I mean, you can do things with superhero the Superhero round, I don't know what that one is. I hope we've been superhero round, to be fair. Look, I'd never really liked superhero round. Superhero round sucked. You know what? It was. It's basically Marvel being like, how much money do we need to give you for there to be a... For you to basically cheapen what is a jersey that people have grown up with and grown fond of and invested time into and their heart and soul into. How much is it going to cost us for you to just devalue that? I think they need to get rid of it and replace it with punter and dribbler round yes. and celebrate great punters and great dribblers yes. in and around the game in and of rugby league. rugby league. Now, listen, if you want to throw us on there, on the jersey, that'd be, look. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. It's an honour and I wouldn't say no to that. But, you know. Think about it. Yeah, just look in. Peter, think about it. You're doing a great job. Think about it. It's all about moving the game forward and proving it. Now, obviously, Manly robbed. Uh, we all know that we are now an absolute threat. So, Well, that's what I was going to say, actually. We went out to Bankwest, up against the Yields, who haven't lost a game, and we get the W. We get the chockies. We get the win. But when, if you look at famous, and I'm only going off famous, man, like famous Manly premiership years because they're the only, I'm not like following every Roosters game, right? Like, or the team who wins it. But that win for Manly on the weekend or that robbery, if you want me to be specific, that actually only just proved two things to me. One, it proves that the Eels are the most overrated team in the competition because we didn't play that well and they lost to us. I'd give us a 5 out of 10. I'd give us a 5 out of 10. We let in some soft-ass tries, weak as water stuff, and the Eels are being touted as these premiership favourites. Now, Eels fans, I know this may anger some of you, but I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Secondly... What I think it also proves to me is that Manly now almost unbackable odds on favourites to win the comp. And I'll tell you why, Eddie. Because during the regular season, championship teams find a way to win games. They find ways to pull wins out of their ass. Manly was 18-2 down, playing like absolute assholes. And it was like, oh shit, what are they going to do here? We need. It, and it could have just... gone, gone south. Quick smart. Could have gone could've south. Po- could have piled on the points a la Broncos fucking Thursday night. Yes. You know, it could have been 40 to 6 stuff, 40 but to 2 stuff. Championship teams go, yeah. no, we're looking Championship we're just, medal time. We're just fucking around here a little bit. Let's pull together, you know, draw on that innate manly ticker that's been, you know, prevalent on the beaches for, you know, as long as I can remember. A ring every decade, no spoon stuff. That's that's exactly the ticker I'm referring to, Edward. They drew on that ticker, they pulled together, they came back, and they pull a win out of their ass. That's championship medal. That's Aussie ticker. That's G'day, we'll be here last weekend in October yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's it. Uh, start taking the sizes of fingers for rings. I will say this, punters and dribblers, if you're in the business of making money, I think you can get $9 for Manly. $10 on the website, I've got. Oh, see, we've gone out a pinch after our win-loss yeah. on the weekend. I mean, that's money for jam for yeah. where I'm sitting, Tom. And I think as well, I think a friend of the show, Ed Liston, sent us something that we may have... I don't know if we got back to him, but shout out to Ed anyway. Uh, a Tommy Turbo Deli you can't, M. You can't, you can't, you can't bet on the Deli M anymore. <gasps> literally the right. day, the, literally the day after he sent us that, the 
uh, Peter Vlandes was like, we're not doing that anymore. And it all came off the back of that dickhead who worked for some company that was stats looking company. after the yeah. stats yeah. for the Dalian M medalist and went and put like 60 grand on um, <laughs> Craig, Craig Bellamy. Bellamy to win pl- coach of the year. And they're like, hang on, what? Because it was like, you know, two grand a year, three grand. Yeah, there. Yeah. But who's putting fucking four grand? Or who's putting like, even with one bookie, who's yeah. putting four grand on Craig Bellamy who was nowhere, no. nowhere to win Coach of the Year because yeah. it was it was Dez or it was you know Robinson or it was um, Eels coach Brad Arthur Brad Arthur you would say yeah I mean but I, probably Dez because everyone had a last if not second last. and then we came back and yeah. pretty much should have won but it. no one had Bellamy no they didn't it's, and Bellamy and was playing like fifteen bucks it's some but to that bloke that's gimp who doesn't actually he probably doesn't even punt and he's just like oh I'm gonna do this he's just like it just a gimp basically well they got raided last we'll yeah yeah fucked it for I hope you go to prison. I don't know about that. I don't know if you want... I don't want people going to prison for fucking... Well, just going there for Dally a weekend. M fraud. For a weekend. I'd like him to do a weekend. Weekend. I want, I want you to do a weekend in there. See what you've done. See what you've done. That's fine. I'm happy with the weekend. I'm you just miss a round of footy. Yeah, yeah. You miss a round. And miss then a you're round. back. Miss a round. Um, Tom... There's a bit more in rugby league. There is. There is. I want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. You know that big, thick boys get me up and about? Yes. The bigger, the better. The bigger, the thicker, the better. <laughs> yeah, the bigger, the thicker, the better. Yeah. Particularly if they hail from the great state of New South Wales. And a great state it is, Tom. Yeah, it's a fantastic One of the greatest state. states. Well, the greatest state. I mean, I drove up to Warren on the weekend, got to take in a lot of the great state, mm. and it is picture perfect. Yeah, she's universe. looking good, isn't oh, she? Oh, it's looking as good as she's ever looked. It's yeah. She's she's rebounded after the fires, and she is glowing. Yeah. The gorgeous state of New South Wales. Yeah. But she's produced another great son. Yes. Tom. In Bradman Best, and oh, if he doesn't put lead in the in the, the proverbial pencil of the of the oh, state, not only the state, Tom, but in the the pencils of the sport mad public at large, yeah, wrought large, yes, then I'm not here, no, and because Bradman think, is well, Beadman, yeah, Beadman Be- Best, Beadman Best. <laughs> Silly of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opportunity missed, but now regained. Yeah, well, it's Bateman best. Uh, dude, he's an animal. He's got the meanest haircut. Like, yeah, yeah. When you look, because he's only 18. Yeah, when you yeah. look at him, you go like, that kid, I'm scared of that kid. Oh, that kid's a psychopath. That kid's a fucking beast. And only got picked because I think there's like a, I think the other night's center, maybe Shibasaki Dior. Don't know who he is, but I know that name. Mm. Shibasaki uh, injured maybe Beadman Best has come in and absolutely throbbed <laughs> talk about osmosis that yeah. motherfucker's got two it. weeks on the trot yeah exactly I mean osmosis not just restricted to cricket now. that's right like it's just greatness can be well, bra- infused well, into you as well that's right Beadman recognises other great Beadmans yes and so he's absolutely fucking dominated the last couple of weeks 18 years old powerful haircut fast as fuck Fuck! Haven't even we haven't seen him in open space. Apparently, he's got well. There was quick there speed. was some uh, there was some footage running around from an old Origin game, Queensland versus New South Wales, and Beadman was was at full flight. I tell you what else and was a that. scary side. Yes, but who, who else was in full flight in that video? And again, punishables. If you haven't seen it, I think it's on the New South Wales State of Origin Instagram page, which is a great follow. Great follow. A young uh, Albert Hopawadi of mm. Manly Seagulls Juniors fame, mm. also in that video, also fast as fuck, 
also carrying the great name, one of the greatest names in rugby league, uh, and just was an exciting little addition to that video of Beedman Best doing his best. Well, that's exactly right. And another New South Welshman in Albert Hopperwadi. Yes. Was Ben Dravojevic running around in that game? I'm sure Ben was. Ben does whatever the fuck he wants. I think you assume so. But just wanted to say that. Just yeah. wanted to say I'm excited. I like the way he plays his football, Tom. Yep. Like the way the Knights played. Kalen Ponga, worth every penny. Dude, the Knights are actually... I think when we got back after isolation and then they drew with the Panthers, even though they were in, like they were injury ravaged, they drew. And some reason, I don't know why, but I kind of came away from that game thinking they were beater and forgetting the fact that they hadn't lost all season. Mm. And so it was like they put in such a brave performance against the Panthers. Then they were playing the Raiders this week. Now, obviously, the Raiders were great. And it was like, we were just going, mate, fucking the Raiders are going to pump these losers. Mm. They then pump the Raiders essentially and well, you're, like, the Raiders. you're like oh fuck the Knights are actually good I forgot how the season started and they're now top of the ladder yeah well I mean it's it's just it's it's COVID into long weekends it's just a funny time of year your memory does strange things to you Tom it you, really does it does your memory doesn't go back that far anymore it, it doesn't god no it doesn't you, a need, hour news you need a landmark Tom yeah. you need something to stick in the ground and point to and go that's where we are that's yeah. where we're at and Beedman Best is that landmark, landmark. for me he's yeah. opened my eyes to the Knights and the potential yeah Tremendous. Kalen Ponga, a freak. Kalen, mate. Throw as much money as you need at him. People yeah. are going, oh, is he worth one, two, bro? Yeah. Is he worth one, two, bro? Yeah. Are you fucking taking the piss? Kalen Ponga is he's essential. He's number one, number two in the game. Fact. And in this open play, six again, football, where instincts and, you know, agility and and shaking yeah, your hips yeah, yeah. comes and, to the fore. And a bit of Shakira. Yeah, a bit of Shakira, yeah. Shakira. He plays Shakira football. He does play Shakira football. His hips don't lie. No. And uh, neither do his numbers. Because I no. think if you looked at his stats of that game, it was like, oh, dude, the guy's hips move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't lie. Either. No, no, they don't lie. <laughs> Sign him up. Sign him up. Sign him to everything he's got. Um, and funnily enough, happy to see the milk lose. Even though I like the milk, I was going for the Knights. I I was going for the Knights. I like the Knights. So do I. I love I the, the milk. I love. I like the milk too. But I think I like the Knights at the moment. Yeah, same. You know Beatman what I mean? Best. Kalen hits. Yeah. Ponger. Like I don't know. Is this rude to say? Like I just thought that maybe the Raiders were getting a little bit big for their boots. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. liked it when you're the underdog and you're playing with milk in your ne- stomach ne- and you're going out there and you and you. Which is advised, <laughs> heavily advised against. But you didn't care. You drank <laughs> fucking two liters of the shit before you got on the field, and it showed. Yeah. But you you, you managed to drag some wins together that's when we were on board now you're all professional yeah. you knock off the storm in melbourne yeah. no thank no, you no i don't like it i don't like it i like no, the old no. two liters of milk two in the belly let's see what we can Another do one later at half time <laughs> spewing spewing at every stoppage in play that's the milk i like yeah that was the milk that everyone grew to love and i think that with a couple of losses that they probably that's probably where they'll go they'll to They'll return next. to that pretty quickly, I think. <laughs> I think so. Return to what works. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of milk. Plenty of milk. Full cream in the belly, line the stomach stuff. Pre-game, half-time, yeah. full-time stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the Knights. Uh, good win. Good win. Uh, we did sort of only just very briefly touch on it, but the Brisbane Broncos oh might be the God. worst rugby league team to ever lace boots. Oh, my God. 
They, they are appalling. You know what? Oh, mate, Darius, boy. You just look at him and you go, Darius. Well, he's never played centre once, really, in his professional career. Now, at the age of 60, they're trying to throw him in I there. Know, I know. It was hard to watch. I feel bad for him. It was really hard to watch. I watched it on fucking Thursday night with a friend of the show, Jack Archdale, big Roosters fan. I probably would have turned it off otherwise, but he, he loves the club. and So we sat there and watched it, and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, the Worst. intent... Worst loss in their history. Uh, they they've had their worst losses. They've had their worst and second worst loss in the last five. They've games. never been kept to nil at Suncorp. No, ever, ever until now. L- real losers. Do you reckon stuff. that incorporates Lang Park? I'm surely. sure it does. I mean, surely. I'm sure it's it just does. A, it's just a name it's change. It's just a name change. And if it doesn't, I mean, Dior. But I also don't think it matters that much. Well, look, if the, if it doesn't include after the name change. Like, before the name change, I think that is the most ridiculous fucking stat anyone could have dreamt up. Yes. Now, I want to ask a question of the P's and D's, and you as well, Eddie, and this is in no way a disrespect to the the Broncos' captains. Brody Croft literally just started there this year and couldn't cut it at Melbourne. And also not that old. Like, how old would he be? Not that old, but also 23? like... Yeah, and also like, you know, he was still kind of a fringe first grader at Melbourne. Like, he would get... He was up and down. And then Patrick Carrigan, Eddie, who, honestly, I could... How many players, could, how many people, P's and D's, could pick him in a lineup? Not many. Or oh, look, I mean, maybe because our audience is, you know, densely soaked in dribble, maybe <laughs> they could. But really, though, if you were honest with yourself, you probably couldn't two weeks ago. Yeah. And for all... Look, he's a good-looking guy. I'll give him that much. Patrick Carrigan, not a bad look. Oh, he's nice to look at, Tom. Yeah, but that doesn't... That doesn't mean, mean anything. It doesn't mean a fucking goddamn counts, thing. It counts for nothing. Not in this game. No. And I'm like, how do you? And then, and then Seabold, with the worst sounding voice in the world, well, comes out after the game. He's like, oh, you know, we've, we've only got like the average of 33 play, like 33 games per player. It's like, yeah, well, you fucking got rid of all your players, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. I think you're making excuses, bruh. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to take the piss or, or 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 kick a man while he's down, Tom. But I got to tell it how I see it, right? Yeah. From where I'm sitting, Seabold got given a fucking good side at the Rabbitohs and had a good season. Yes. With a good team. Yep. Full of throbbers, yep. full of big, you know, fucking elite footballers, but they had a strong leadership group there, you cool. know what I mean? Strong call. Well, Eddie, we've spoken about great teams being like a brick wall. Yep. You've got to have a nice amount of bricks and also a smattering of cement to keep the bricks together. That's right. That's what the team was. Well, I mean, your wall's going to fall out over without cement, yep. and if you don't have any bricks, it's going to be weak as piss. Exactly. So they complement each other. We've been over it before for the OG dribbler. Mm. Now, Anthony gets up there, Bronco, uh, to the Broncos, and apparently, like, over the top intense with his, like, numbers and systems and planning yeah. and, like, just a bit of a bit of a magoo in that yeah, way. Like, doesn't big day stuff. Big day stuff. Not an instinctual, instinctual coach. Like, yeah. you know, where they just they try to get the best out of their boys and they go out there and they play footy and they got yeah. a few systems here yeah, and there, but yeah, it's not yeah. it's not too over the top by and large you just you don't want to you don't want to wrangle wild stallions you don't want to you want to you want to give them the keys you don't want to break you don't want to break wild stallions you just want them to like you just want to corral them into a direction yeah yeah you go this way go that way yeah. run this way you need through to be a bit more of a sheepdog than anything else that's exactly right tom exactly right you don't want to fucking put a muzzle on these boys no. you want them running that's it and from what i'm seeing they look to be playing within like they're not there at all no. like a their attack is appalling but their defense defense was weak as piss and defense comes from intent 
And there's clearly no intent. It's about, you know, going out there and and standing next to your boy and And, and, and relying on each other. In the trenches stuff. (laughs) The trenches stuff. World War One stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mateship, Eddie. Mateship. Anzac spirit stuff. Zero Anzac spirit in the Broncos. Can't see any. Can't see a lick of it. None. Now, Anthony, all of a sudden... After he was tutored as the great saviour of, of Brisbane, you know, the prodigal son returns home to take us to glory once more, mm. starting to look like a big beater. You know that they've signed him for five years? Of course they have. And they've signed, and he's got an option for a sixth year in his favour. I was sitting in the car today with Matheson. We're on our way to a meeting, and we were talking about Mary McGregor, who we'll get to. Having been re-signed last year for 700, 800 grand a year and they don't want to sack him because they're going to have to pay him out and then they have to get someone else and it's just money they don't have right. And I'm sitting there going, with the amount of coaches that they fuck off in the NRL, there's only a handful that they keep you know, keep around really. Otherwise, yeah. it's a merry-go-round of yeah. coaches. Why would you sign a coach to five, six-year contracts? Why would you do that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And, and what the fuck is, well, no offense to Mary, but what's he done to be getting like five, six-year contracts? What's Seabold done? One good season? And with Seabold, apparently, and again, these are just the whispers I hear on the proverbial win, but I actually think there may have even been a Fox Sports article today about it, Dior, but I heard this the other day from reliable former Broncos sources <laughs> that... Um, Kevin Walters was shaking hands with the with the power brokes at the Broncos going, you got the job. And then they gave it to Seabold and like didn't tell him. A, a, a famous son of the club. I tell you, Foggs, uh, or Fob, former Broncos, form, not Foggs, Foggs is former origin greats, former Broncos legends, fucking dirty at the Broncos. Mate, well, you can you, you sort of you from like a, their, the their you know golden era. They're like well, you get a like sense those. of that rhetoric, even when a lot of them are commentating, whether it be on the radio or on TV yeah, or in articles. They don't and hold stuff. back. They don't hold back. They're pissed off. Yeah, they're like the club is a fucking shambles. Yeah, I don't know how they've got the, there. It used to be the pride of the league. It was a, a pride of the league. It was hundred percent the pride of the league, mate. No one's got more money. No one's got more resources. No one's got more of a a, a nursery of talent. Mm. No, for them to have not won a comp since 2006 is fucking disgraceful, it's to di- put it bluntly. It's disgusting. It's Eddie. disgusting. And like you look at it and you go, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. To sign a coach like Seabold to a five-year with an option for six-year contract when he's done nothing is madness, madness. to me. Now, Good obviously... Him, Take it if you can get it, Seabold. Of course. I'm just, I'm just saying it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I will sense. say this just quickly. As a, as, a, as a shout-out to friend of the show, Kelly Slater, who punters dribblers... Don't worry, behind the scenes, still going on. But we've talks know, ongoing, negotiations, negotiations are ongoing. We've been, we've danced this dance before. We should hopefully get him on. Uh, but I meant they'll soon, Kel. But if Seabold can do a press conference with a throat like that, Kelly Slater should be able to do our podcast with a sore throat. You would have thought so. Tom. You would have thought so. Look, Seabold steps up. And credit to oh, that's where I'll give credit to Seabold. He steps up there every week. Clearly not. His Clearly, team sucks. His throat's fucked. He's because he's yelling his heart out, yeah. and his throat's almost gone. He'd be hanging on by the th- by a thread, wouldn't it, Tom? You'd think so. He but needs butter menthol. He does. Look, if Kelly doesn't want him, we'll give him to Seabold. But also, I'd rather give him to you, Kelly. Yeah, I, we'll give him to Kelly, and if not Kelly, Des, because Des actually sounds like he could do with some butter menthols as well. That's right. But on the on the on the topic, Tom, of of coaches in trouble, mm. we arrive down south, Wollongong. Yeah. They love their rugby league down there, Tom. Yeah, unfortunately, their team's just a pile of poo. Now, Mary McGregor, who I sort of like. He's a nice, no-nonsense kind of guy. Yeah, I think, uh, he's, I think he's well-liked in the rugby league community. Yeah, which I like. Yes. 
Because if for a man to be embraced by the rugby league community, Tom says a lot about the man. Yeah, exactly. That's my opinion. Because there's a lot of shit talking in the rugby league community. Oh, fuck yeah. But his post-conference, post-match press conference, if you want to call that interview, actually, is probably a better word, on Fox League, was one of the gnarliest I've ever seen in my life. I have respect for both sides of that interview. I have respect for him for standing there and facing it. But to ask a man those sort of (laughs) questions, when you know he's at like a real low point in his life... It's fucked up that you do it, but it's also like from a media perspective, I think, I guess that's your job. I know, but I like that, bro, because you don't often see the fucking gnarly questions like that. And they were like, bro, do you reckon you'll be coaching tomorrow? It was literally just like, all right, listen, man, we're going to be asking some tough questions here. Let's get into it. Have you lost the dressing room? (laughs) Yes. Do they still believe in you? Do you think it might be time to go to the power brokers of the club and negotiate (laughs) an end to this? That's what James Hooper said. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) To negotiate an end? Like, oh my God. Mate, if you go in there and try and negotiate an end, what do you reckon you're going to get? And he's like, and then again, to Mary's credit, he's like, no. No, I'm not quitting, bro. Like, what the fuck? But it's like, dude, that is some... That's some hairy shit for poor old Mary, Harry Mary McGregor. Oh, it's Harry. Harry McClary. That's yeah, Harry McClary McGregor. Real mate. hairy. But um, look, you, look, you look at their side and you just go, they should be better than that. You should be better. No than tries, that. no tries in 177 minutes of football. They're two and 16, and yeah. they're only two wins against the the Titans. Yeah. I mean, it's deplorable stuff. They're only two wins against the Titans. Didn't see that. Yeah, two wins in 16, only against the Titans. That's, that's it. That's vomitous and I don't know if that's a word but it should be that's disgusting rugby league how tough would it be and while we're talking Titans and I don't want to get too much into the other dirty merger disappointment that is the Tigers but losing to the Titans the worst thing in rugby league the hardest job would be to be a Titans fan unless you're the team that's lost to them then you that's the hardest job that's the hardest job in rugby league being a fan of the Tigers right now is actually worse than being a fan of the Titans because you can't beat the Titans I will say this though. Good to see Reynolds cleared. Like when I, because oh, of the, the drink the, driving yeah, thing. Well, like fuck. But fa- no, but I'm just saying. Thank God. Like, oh, that yeah, that would have been If tough. this poor bastard was crueled another blow. I saw that and I was like, fuck no. Yeah, please yeah, yeah. don't be true. But now they've dropped Benji, so it looks like he'll be starting this yeah. weekend. So hopefully this is the this is the beginning of the end or the beginning of the new chapter. The I end say. of the nightmare, the beginning yes. of the new chapter. That's it. But so did you see him come out and roast Buzz Rossfield on his Instagram. You've got it. You've got it. Like, where's Buzz get this information from? It's obviously leaked from within the coppers. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know actually. For I him mean, to get such a spicy scoop so early in the piece. Sure, but then so he put it up and then. Do you see, because there's like, he's obviously having a crack and then he doesn't report that like Reynolds, it was a false negative and that it was actually all good. Reynolds is like, yeah, look, fuck, my license was suspended. Sorry. We've all probably driven on a suspended license. Look, it made it happen. But uh, then like all the photos started getting shared around a buzz, like with some young stripper on his lap at like a fucking... I've seen that one, yeah, yeah. At like a luncheon, because that's what Reynolds put up. Reynolds put that photo up, but it was a super zoomed in shot on Buzz's face. Like everyone knew... Which photo was. There was enough of the background and everything to know what the photo was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like... And then he was just going like, you know, this is what happened. If you want to come and fucking talk to me, you can talk to me and I like you hear the real Do you reckon he went down to Concord at 8am like Reynolds invited him to? You know what, man? Some of these journos are so fucking ballsy. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Like, like what? Fucking the Paul. There's a, the story about Paul Gallen getting a seven hundred thousand dollar payout from the sharks. the sharks for the peptide thing. Don't go. I don't care about going into it. 
But Danny Widler broke the story. Danny Widler works with Gal on 100% footy. And Danny's sitting there on the show the other night and he's going, yeah, I broke the story because I thought it needed to be told and I knew you'd upset you, but I just, to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> and then Gal's sitting there and Gal's like, yeah, well, and you can see Gal just like wants to reach over the table and, and like just beat the fuck yeah. out of him. Well, but you're like, these journos are just, they're like, I can, und some of them are ambulance chasers. Some of them are just like, they don't give a fuck who whose life they ruin. You know, what is it in Zoolander? No matter how many friends you lose or people you leave dead and bloody and dying along the way, no matter how many friends you lose, just so long as you can make a name for yourself. Like, they don't give a shit, dude. No, 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 they don't. But they're paid not to. I know, and I get it, and it's your livelihood, but fuck, man. Like, I've heard spicy shit before, and I'm not a journo, no, but like, I could have come on here and said spicy shit that I've heard, but it's like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. Because there's like, you ruin people's lives with some of this stuff, and it's like, what for? I'm not saying that's what's been happening with the gal thing there, or anything, but like, some of the stories you hear, you're like, is that even really necessary that we're talking about this? But a lot of the time, it's like, it's not 100% correct either. No, that's it. Right? You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like they're going to the market, as it were, with all this spicy truth. No. It's all grey and a bit yeah. misty, and it's all, I'm not really sure, and it's he said, and then And then there's never a, like a meaningful retraction. No. If they're wrong, it's like a no. little fucking... There's never is. No. There's they maybe maybe a little tiny size six in the corner. Yeah, you know or like I mean? or like a little thingo on the on the website, and mm. the picture is not attractive at all. So you're not really looking at it, and it's like, mm. oh, there's a retraction here. Mm. Yeah, sorry, uh, this guy didn't fucking do drugs. But it was interesting to see though. Gallon got that seven hundred because apparently he's like he goes, you fucked over a big part of my career. This is the sharks by sort of letting Dank in and letting him run his little peptide scandal on the side mm. or like infect the club, yes. as it were. Yes. And if you believe Gal and, you know, he was captain of the state, Tom. Yeah, and, I believe Gal. And part of me says, I know a lot you know, of you know, like you, know, you know what my heart says, Tom? Believe Gal. Yeah. That's what my heart says. A lot of people don't like Gal, like your fucking rugby league fan, like fucking Gal. And da -da -da. I have, like, I've met him a bunch of times and I used to work with him a lot and I'm like... He's a straight up and down fella. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't seem like a... He's not a fuckwit at all. He's a nice guy. And I believe absolutely what he's saying. Exactly. So to that point, 700 grand for putting him through that shit fucking... That bin yeah, fire? Yeah, That's probably not enough. Yeah, fucking give me 700 grand. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they paid out other players as well. Well, they would have had to. Of course, yeah, of course, of course they, they did. did. But Gallon's the story, Tom. Yes. Gallon's the story. It was so funny seeing his face when Widler said that shit. It was like... Like he's sort of just, you know, like just gritting. His well, teeth. who was who was the uh, the footballer that called him up and was like harassing him on the on the air? Was it Spud? Spud Carroll? Oh, yeah, there's something going on with him and Spud. I don't know though. I I didn't hear that, but I know that Spud, him and Spud are fucking. Apparently, Spud's been calling up, and I sorry, I mean, I didn't hear it myself. So this is a massive deal, punters and dribblers. But like, Gal was on radio, and they were talking about Cherry and stuff, and Spud keeps calling in, like, to have a go at. At Gallon, and he's like, and his response to the whole peptide thing, like dragging his name yeah, back in yeah, through the yeah, peptide yeah, mud. Yeah, right. When Gallon's name was cleared, like yeah, he had nothing right. to do with it. No, but I mean, I think, yeah, I'm not sure why Spud did that, but I'm also, I'm here for that. Like, I'm a fan of that sort of rugby league bullshit, right? Of course I am. That's perfect. But you what, know. am I telling him to stop? <laughs> no, just <laughs> merely shining a light on No, him. I'm just saying. Um, rugby league, punters and dribblers, it's tremendous. What else do we got here? Is there anything else? Dragons, Tigers. Oh, now, 
this was interesting because the Sharks against the, the Cowboys, I couldn't have cared less about this game as a person, as a, as a living organism on the planet, as a fan of rugby league. Like, I don't give a fuck what happens in that game, right? Sharks win, though. First win of the season. Shout out to the Sharkies. And then, despite the fact they won, Cooper Cronk having a crack at Sean Johnson afterwards saying that he's firing blanks. Now, I'm trying to work out. I didn't... I read the quote, didn't see it, whether he's saying that, like, that he is, his sperm doesn't work, or is it that he's not playing good footy, or is the fact that he's not playing good footy the result of the fact that his sperm's not working? Well, that's a hard one to dissect, Tom, to be honest, because from where I'm sitting, Cooper, he doesn't often get it wrong. No, that's true. I would think that he's probably saying poor, for, poor footy leading to the shooting of blanks. Sean, around the age where he's probably looking to procreate, if he hasn't already, he may be looking to to head back into the jungle and have another crack at things. Yeah, okay. And shooting blanks as a footballer, but as a man generally, it can hurt your pride. Or maybe it's the reverse. He's shooting blanks, therefore he's playing bad footy. That's what I'm trying to work out. That's what you're saying. I'm saying, is it it a shooting blanks... Affecting your mood, affecting your football? Yeah. Because it's, it's all it's all confidence for well, Sean. He's a, he's a confidence player, Sean. And if he's if his if his uh, swimmers ain't swimming, then how am I going to turn up and play games of football? Yeah, you know what I mean. If I can't swim, how can I kick? So how we can need, I, park? I think Cronulla almost need to maybe get his swimmers swimming because he hasn't really done much. If he's wearing underwear, I'd be taking him off. Go to boxes. Certainly don't go to bed in underwear. Go to boxes. You don't want to restrict those. Or sleep nude. I think you need your... You need no, to... he'd be, well, look, if he's not sleeping nude already, Tom, he needs to. He needs to be But sleeping. I'm talking about your day-to-day, your hours up on the feet, yeah. pounding the pavement, yeah. whether you're training or not. He needs to be in the old fashions, I reckon. Now, what... And I've always conf- got confused by this. Now, boxer shorts are boxer shorts. Are briefs your nut huggers? Or are they the ones Br- that cling to your leg? Br- so... Are they like tight boxers? I, I like to think of undies like I think we all know what they are. Yeah, yeah, I know then, what undies are. Then I think briefs are undies, but they've got longer legs yeah. and they wrap around your legs, your thighs. Short undies, yeah. They look like little mini, like like Italians wear to the beach. Yeah, you could call them hot pants. Yeah. But they're just, they're not, because you're not, yeah. they're not meant to be worn. Boxes for me, Tom. Silk. Silk. Like you'd wear to bed. Yeah. You know? They're Everything silk. they're like little shorts. Yeah, but they're usually they're silk and they uh usually have like Playboy bunnies on them. That's right. You Playboy bunnies, maybe your favourite footy team. Yeah. But they hang low. Kissing lips. Yeah, yeah. And but you can imagine that the junk hangs down freely. Yeah, absolutely. Not supported, not no. held up, no, no, but no. falls naturally by the wayside. It's kind of like those things when you need to de-stress your back and you just hang off a rope That's or right. a pole. That's right. And you allow everything to decompress. That's right. And you are hanging. Yeah, you need your you need your sack and yes. you, you need everything in there yes. just to be it's able to, to, to decompress. Free hang and decompress. That's right. And that could be the key to good footy. Well, I mean, do you remember when it was cool? To does have Cooper to... does put it this way? Cooper doesn't often get it wrong. He doesn't, no, and he does, and he's got a kid, so he's won fucking six premierships and has procreated. So you know he's not shooting. Well, he's won the ra- he's won a race. He's won a race. The race of life. He's won the race of life. Shoots blanks. Uh, doesn't shoot blanks himself. Wins prems. Now Tom and I aren't necessarily accusing is not the right word, but saying categorically that Sean's shooting blanks. We're just saying if he is, that here's how you can. Help. This is how you fix it. Yeah. You decompress, you let it hang. Silk boxes. Yeah. You sleep nude. 
Now, I will say this, though. Silk boxes could be the most uncomfortable thing to wear day to day. Do you remember when, when you were younger and silk boxes were the cool thing to wear at school? Well, it depends. Look, I'd... And they used to, like, you used to be able to see them. Do we, again, yes, I know there's a couple yes, of years yes. between us. No, but, no, like, no, no, no. They'd be out the top of the pants. Out the top of the pants. Yeah, yeah, that I'm... was, like, the cool thing. And you had your etnies on or your... Yeah. Or your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not that young. Spiked not... hair. Yeah, I'm not... Etnies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, I have, did I have two litres of black and gold gel in my hair? Yeah. Yes. Did you have an SMP belt? With the yes. Hanging Sex. Down? Money, power. Yeah. Did you have a chain that connected from your wallet to your belt loop? Never had the chain. Didn't you? Nah, but I had the etnies. Yeah. Better believe it. I had globes. Uh, did I have a rusty pencil case? Yes. Yes. You did. Made I of did. wetsuit material. Of course, mate. If I want to throw it in the pool, I can. <laughs> did I have a billabong bag? Sure as shit, yeah, I did. Of course, I fucking did. I mean, look, it's tried and tested. Velcro wallet? Yep. Yep. Thanks for coming. Uh, it, I, look, from memory, I think it was Mambo or... Mambo, Rip Curl. There was another one. Hot in Tuna. The, hot Tuna, Piping Hot. Piping Hot. Might have been a Piping Pang Hot Velcro. Tan. Yeah, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. That's what Sean needs. He needs yeah. to hang tan. He needs to go back to the Velcro wallet. He needs to get the silks on. He needs to throw the etnies on. Jelly's he needs, hair. needs to jelly his hair. Then he gets back to playing good footy. Oh, it's so simple. So simple. <laughs> Your boys never swam like they did in that silk, baby, no, exactly. with those etnies on. Exactly. When you first started shooting. That's exactly right. Shot for the shot for the nation. Yes. <laughs> shot. For, I bet he did too. Yeah, I bet he did. Put that belt on. Sex, money, power, baby. Yeah. And get to shooting. Really good stuff. And you'll play better footy? Yeah. And you'll play better footy. I think that might be rugby league, Eddie. I don't have anything else. Uh, I will say this before we go. Dior Dave, let us know before. New South kid, Suali. Yeah. Suwali signed apparently Dior, but four years, five hundred grand a season. That is ridiculous money. Just want to just wanted to flag punters yeah. and dribblers. I couldn't be more pumped up to see this boy yeah. play. Yeah, apparently six four Dior is huge. Yeah, still at high school. Apparently Kings boy, I believe Kings boy, uh, Western Sydney original. I think they've poached him. Oh, he reeks um, of a poached Tom. And I think there was like yarns that. Basketball Australia won him. Obviously, thanks for coming, NBL, but we'll see you later. Mm. Unless it's, you know, college B ball. You could buy the fun. NBL with two, with two million. Exactly. So then Rugby Union obviously won him. <laughs> Laugh at that, obviously, because he's not going to go and waste You just time. sacked a third of your workforce. Yeah, so, you so know. it's not going to happen. So Rugby Union won him. Basketball won him. Rugby League have gone, listen, we're just going to fuck this. Just sh shut this conversation down. Here's $2 million over fucking two years. And he's gone, okay, sweet. I'm 16. Probably can't get paid till he's 18, I think. They can't sign him until he turns 18 in August, I think. Sorry, so he's 17. Yeah, He'd be 17, 17. Turning 18 in August. Yeah. He gets 500000 a year, 500000 a year for four years. Yeah. That's... Um, Real good money. That's, you know... That's really tasty change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's come over here, baby. That's like fucking uh, open heart surgery money. Yes. You know what I mean? That's surgeon cash. Yeah, yeah, that's surgeon money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I'm an investment banker money. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm like the top floor. We of see him down at Ryan's city. bar every Friday before he's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going down there and doing coke in the bathrooms. So pumped to see him. And pumped for another round of rugby league. Starts. Uh, you know what I love? I'll just say this before we go any further. That we only have three days, only two days off. Mm. Tuesday, Wednesday this week yeah. with no rugby league. And then it's back onto it again. Are you kidding me? Is there that, anything better? Are you kidding me? That's Two fantastic. days off? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who's Manly playing? 
We play Broncos, Broncos Thursday, Thursday night. night at Gosford. Yeah. Good I'm, luck. I'm Seabold, you're going to start the new 2.0 season 0-3, bruh. Yeah, that's going to be fucked. For oh, me. how does that feel, bruh? They bought Ben Teo and they're moving Corey Oates into the back row. So this is where you go. Oh, We're just trying to do anything. Ben Teo? Right? Look, Ben loved ya. Well, look, I actually think Ben Teo is not a bad signing, but I mean, he's been out of the game for a while. It'll be interesting. I don't know how... Can you, How old is Ben Teo, D or Dave? Feels a bit desperate. Well, it seems a bit old. 33. That's an old signing. I'm not... That doesn't strike fear into me. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. strike fear into me at no, all. No, it doesn't. Uh, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Who are you marking? Moses? Manly going to pump you, bro. Punters, dribblers, uh, time for a podcast recommendation for you. You may have heard it on last week's set, but if you didn't, it's coming at you now. As you know, we are proudly repped by the Diamantina Podcast Network. And uh, another podcast we want you to listen to is called Fire Ups Quiet Australia. Now, you may remember uh, a, a, a radio show on FBI. If you live in Sydney, you definitely know what FBI is. If you don't live in Sydney, then stiff shit. But FBI, Community Radio, Fire Up was a show on there. To be fair, I think I said it last week, fire up one of my earliest awakenings to rugby league dribble and yarn, and I thought these motherfuckers know how to do it. I would often listen, similar to the Roy and HG mold, similar to you and I, Eddie, but probably a little more eloquent and intelligent, I would say. (laughs) But uh, if you're into your rugby league, which you must be because you listen to us, then I would also encourage you to go and give Fire Up's Quiet Australia potty a little listen. Now, the hosts of Fire Up, tremendous blokes. Uh, you've got the NRL DJ Stephen Ferris, NRL apologist Chris Gale, and they're also joined by the famous composer of the song That's in Queensland, Dennis Carnahan. Yep, one of the great rugby league anthems, that one, Eddie. That's in Queensland. Tremendous, Tom. Absolutely tremendous. So if you love dribble, if you love yarn... If you love rugby league, most importantly, Tom, give Fire Up a listen. That's it. Fire Up's Quiet Australia podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. They love to dribble. They love to yarn. And they love rugby league. The Punters and Dribbles page on Facebook is the fastest growing social media channel on the planet. Now, I didn't say that. That's what someone else Zuckerberg said, said it. Zuckerberg said it on uh, a Zoom call we had with him before we came to air. Just we wanted to get the numbers right. Fastest growing page on, on social media. Filled with punters and dribblers. Full to the brim. Full to the brim. And look, we sort of sit there as like, you know, we just sit back and watch and let let the P's and D's run wild. What's well, your group. It's your group. It's your page. It's your page, but it's our page. But you guys, you know, you like to run wild in there. And- look, it's put it this way. It's our playground. Yes. We give you the tools. We give you the playground. And We're- you can run free. You know, and Eddie, again, I'm not creationism or L. Uh, Elegant design, is that what it is? Where it's like God made this and he's watching over it and he's making it all. So we're essentially like the gods of the page. Yes. And we watch as the thing that we created sort of works on its own, right? We don't have to do anything. No, we don't. We just watch it. We watch it and then As it it blossoms into this. And then we'll sort of come in every once in a while with like a, you know, like a natural disaster here, there, or, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Or a sunset. Yeah, yeah, it's more like a sunset. We'll come with a sunset yeah. or a rainbow or a yeah, fucking yeah. whatever. Just little, just little things here or there. Nothing anyway, too serious. Basically, we're the gods of the page, which is it, not surprising. No, to we're, not bra- we're not breaking any news there. No, 
But love to see the contributions, especially after, a, you know, a big dribbler pod and, you know, there's a lot of memes going on. Well, like last week, for example, Tom, a lot of rhetoric around the dribbler wars, yeah. you know, which dribbler I'm wars loving. Still alive and well. Dribbler wars are alive and well. Obviously, K- King Dribbler, he's... He it, hasn't... Does he reign? Does he... It, like, is his reign over? I no one's know. really sure. Big tasties out there throwing... Throwing yeah, shade, shade, then the sleep dribbler, dribbler comes in and just goes biblical. In yeah. my opinion, goes absolutely biblical and just tears the fucking whole thing apart. Yeah, I think the dribbler wars are alive and well. well. They are. We haven't heard anything back from the king. I don't know what that. I don't know what we read into with his sign. I think he's nervous. You reckon he's a bit rattled? I think he might be nervous. Well, shit. I mean, or it, is he? Or is he? Is he letting it just you know flatten? Maybe, maybe. Calm before, like, calm before the storm. Well, either calm before the storm or is he like, if I say nothing, how quickly will they forget? I don't think the P's and D's forget. They don't. They don't. That, n- not when it's all recorded in there. You That's know what it. I mean? It's not when you can go back to it. You can scroll back to it, mate. It's all in there. It's all there. Anyway, so, so that's been fantastic. That's been good. But obviously, you know, in there, there's a lot of dribblers. There's a lot of punters. Punters and dribblers, dribblers and punters can sort of cross swords every now and then. You know of course I mean? they cross swords. The page is about crossing swords. The page is for, if I need to spell it out for everyone, it's for unwavering bias. What's the saying? <laughs> I'll give you another go at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Home of unwavering bias. <laughs> um, I don't know. Unqualified opinion. Unwavering bias. That's what I wanted. Long fucking hit out. But that's what it's for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go in there and fucking say your piece and have a crack. You know I'll what I mean? I'll say this. If you're coming in there with lots of opinions, expect to be met with an equal counter amount opinion. of counter opinions or disagreement. But also in the P's and D's page, you must remember P's and D's. The, the, the differing of opinion or the retorts aren't necessarily going to be well-crafted, clear and concise responses. Sometimes they are. Sometimes it's like, you're a dead shit cunt. Fuck you. Sometimes they're going to come back and be a little harsh. Now, what I'd say to this is, if you're not prepared to cop shit, then you probably shouldn't post. Now, that being said, you also don't need to be an asshole when you're posting, but I think that everyone in there is pretty much just there for a giggle. Mate, that's what it's for. It's 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 giggle stuff. Yeah. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. It's very simple. Yeah. Now, that's all we'll say if on the matter. If you're going to be vocal, expect people to rip you. what do you mean? What do you mean? Big Tasty was vocal. He got his own podcast. Big Tasty got ripped in a full feature, feature length 25 It was feature length. It was blockbuster stuff. Exactly. It, it broke all the records at the movie theater. And what happened? Big Tasty just decided to go. He, he went on his Eat, Pray, Dribble tour of the world. And came back bigger and better than came ever. Came back bigger than better. And that's all it is, mate. It's a bit of a laugh. There's nothing sinister in it. It's just a giggle. But what we will say is this. It's the page is not the place to be posting grievances about people in the page. If it's not about sport or dribble, or, or, or rom coms or, or memes or, or whatever, fucking, you know what? It's everything, but it's not personal grievances. <laughs> that's, that's, what, the, that's it's the certainly not. That. All right, P's and D's, time for a little uh, dribble here. Now again, not all of you made it through. That's just the way it goes. Um, be better. Be better. Tom, Eddie, P's and D's, high-vis dribbler here. Uh, just got a question that's left me stumped for a few days now regarding um, young Bronson Sherry. Uh, so according to Asada, he was tested in, what, like, November or something, Dior? Uh, 
he's basically he's had several cocktails of gym candy pumped into his system, all allegedly, of course. So what the fuck was Bronson been doing since the day he was tested, like seven months ago? Surely he would have known full well when they rocked up at his doorstep at 6am or down at the training paddock, he was going to blow up the testing machines back at Asada headquarters, surely. Um, the thing that amazes me is that, like, is continued on as if nothing was ever going to catch up with him to a point he was raving on as recently as three days before the moon landing uh, about how he'd been training the fucking house down and that he was as quick as he's ever been. So like, no fucking wonder why. Like, but seriously, like, what what was what's he been training this whole off season for? Like, did he seriously think Asada back in November was just going to fucking let this one through to the keeper or something? Did they? Like. He's, absolutely shit the bed here. His best option would have been to come clean instantly and you might have got let off a bit lightly given it was out of competition. I would have thought. But anyway, I'd love to know your thoughts on this, boys. Anyway, be soon. Have a good one. Tom, I think he's gone for the tried and tested method of nothing to see here. Yeah, Act play like on. No, play on. Nothing to see here. No, no, all good. All kind good. of just going, you know what, if I just don't, say anything keep my eyes shut there's a chance that for whatever reason magic happens and they don't realize that you know as the glass is melting in their hand and i'm pissing into it mm. that you know bronson knew he was pissing molten lava yeah because well, i mean look it would have stung a bit it would have hurt it would have hurt for starters he knew he would have seen the glass melting in the in the tester's hands and, the steam and, the, and then they've reached then, for... and then the skin melting off the yeah. tester's look, hands i mean itself. look there were signs yeah. there were signs but he, I think Bronson at that point, started to venture into the land of miracles. Yes. Turn to the Lord. Let's turn to the Lord. What what can the, the Lord muster? I mean, what else have you got to play? That's the only card he has to play. Uh, I'm, so I'm, you know, I understand that he's, he's turned to the Lord and asked for a miracle. He hasn't been given one. No, unfortunately not. But, you know, look, shout out to Bronson. Hope you're doing well, bro. Um, yeah, be soon, bro. Lava soon. <laughs> uh, g'day, Tom, Eddie. Hunters and dribblers. Uh, oh, yeah. Very good. Dribbler have since moved out of that hellhole. Praise the Lord. Uh, more of a lifestyle question for you. Uh, just hearing all these yarns about your boys going to Union Bathurst just uh, leads me to believe you haven't answered my question. So please don't try and escape it. Uh, what's your favourite pinger? <laughs> Cheers. Be soon. I look. I don't know what he's talking about. No idea. Hello, lads. It's the uh, mullet dribbler here. Just want to give a big shout out to the punters and 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 dribblers. Uh, just want to know um, what do you guys reckon is the uh, be all and end all haircut for the uh, dribbler? Probably not so much the, the punter; they can go fuck off. But the dribbler, what's the best haircut? The dribbler. I'm a uh, newly rocking the mullet and, and even though my missus isn't a big fan I think it's a, a pretty good haircut boys hopefully you don't have that short side like a you know those Bondi dudes like I'm sure D or Dave has got a, a fade straight down to his ears but uh, he does. I'm you guys you're absolutely right the, uh, the dribbler haircut thanks lads Cheers. very soon yeah well look you're spot on there Dave does have a he's faded with an inch of his life and he will fade it to be dead. Yeah, it's completely faded. Uh, Look, obviously, I mean, the mullets are go too, but the it's also a, a bit like it's done. It's, it's been a bit done to death. Yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know what the perfect one is. I guess there's nothing more dribbler than getting a mullet haircut, I guess. Yeah, there's. I mean, exactly right. I don't mind, Tom, never have minded, just a bit of DIY peroxide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to, uh, to fucking Stocks. <laughs> Got a lot of dribbler about it, I reckon. Yeah, the DIY peroxide's very dribbler. Actually, that's but, probably... But Stocks's is... Perfect. No, but he's gone and got that from a barber. Like, that's a professional. No, I think he did that himself. Did yeah. It's a good job. Well, he seems like a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist. He gets things right. He gets them done. That's right. What's right. And uh, so his is like almost like it was he was born that way. Like it was nature that, you know, sometimes the perfection of nature defies, you know, logic. Yeah, yeah. And nature like, nurture stuff. Well, I guess. Not really. Uh, the, the, you know, the shape of a flower or... Right. Things, our nature, just things can look perfect, yep. right? Yeah. Stocks looks like he was just... Brookvale on a Sunday. Weird. Brookvale on a Sunday. Trebojevic's legs. Yeah. Tom, that is. Yeah. Jake's Balkan torso. Yeah. He's, 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 uh, his core. His core, yeah. But it's like a long torso with long arms mm. and legs. He mm. looks like a frog. Yeah. That's perfect. Nature perfect. Yes. Stocks's peroxided hair looks like it's perfect. And it seems like he's done it himself. So I'd say maybe the peroxide is the hair of the dribbler right now. It's right in now, vogue. It's in vogue. Yeah. Mate, how many, how many punters and how many dribblers have you seen with peroxide hair Shitloads. during COVID? Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. I think it's replaced the mullet as the official haircut of the dribbler. Now, if you've got a peroxide of mullet, then you're obviously, you're on the podium. You're there standing on the top step. You're on the top step. <laughs> you've taken gold. You've taken gold. So but congratulations. Congratulations. Shout out to Stocks. Shout out to Dave's Fade. And Dave's Fade. Hello, lads. It's the uh, mullet dribbler. Ah, sorry. We're back on that one. The mullet dribbler. Like the names. Yeah. It's getting really creative. Really good. G'day, punters and dribblers. It's shit punter back for another dribble. Uh, Taking a bit of a leaf out of the dot point dribbler's handbook today. I've um, written down some dot books, dot points just to make sure I maximise my time and keep this dribble short and sweet whilst delivering the maximum amount of dribble possible. Uh, it's good to see the dribblers sharing best practices out there, best dribbling practices. Uh, not a first-time dribbler as well, so I don't get the, the double dribble uh, afforded to the first-timers. <laughs> so, look, hopefully you come to book the studio this time so I'm not cut off like I was last time. I had one of the great questions that I uh, never got addressed. But just uh, quick thoughts today. Six a general. Love it. Uh, did remind me of, um, or does remind me of Playing backyard footy back in the days. Uh, grew up in Blacktown. We played a lot of footy in the front and backyards. Hard, fast footy. Uh, <laughs> no field goals. Just as uh, it looks like there wasn't Dubbo where you guys grew up. Um, those fuckers can't kick a field goal to save themselves. You don't. You didn't get a penalty. You didn't waste time. You didn't shoot for goal. You just got on with it. Fast, honest footy. Uh, more fun than playing actual footy on the weekends for my beloved Blacktown City at times. Now, quickly moving on, dot points are working. Brush with fame. Uh, Desi Hazlight, Christmas 2018. I was at uh, Devitt's waiting to get my Christmas meats. It's a staple on the northern beaches where I live now. It's a packed full house. Uh, place was crammed. You take a number, you wait. And I'm crammed in there in the crowd uh, pretty deep in and pressed against the meat fridge when uh, none other than Desi Hasler comes in. He's on the blower. Uh, just as, just when he got back to Manly to take back over the reins. Sounded like he was on the phone organising a bit of a get-together with the boys. I don't know who he was speaking to. Let's say it was Jorge. Uh, so he wasn't paying too much attention. He reaches in, he grabs a ham out with his short little fucking hairy arm. <laughs> not paying that much attention. But I'm taking note, as you do. He's uh, you know, a man of Desi's calibers around you're having a look now 
time goes by, the numbers are ticking over, it's getting closer to our term. Mrs. Hasler comes in with uh, what I think was his daughter, um, about 14, and she notices Desi's got himself a little half a leg, and that's not going to do. So she says, Desi, you got a half leg? And he says, no, I didn't have any four legs, love. <laughs> and he's still not paying attention. He's on the phone. He's, he's you know, taking the piss, really. But I can see the <laughs> four hands. So I uh, mustered the courage, and I called through the, the thick crowd. I said, there's a fully here, Desi. <laughs> and then grabbed it, passed it over to him, swapped with his half, put his little shitty half leg of hand back. And uh, Mrs. Hasbro was very, very happy indeed. Gave me a big, big smile, as did the daughter. Uh, made my week. It saved the Hasbro's Christmas, no <laughs> doubt. And um, just think about that when uh, Manly are losing my eels on the weekend. Then uh, do take the final out. But to say that shit punter paid his very small part. Thanks, boys. Fuck. Great man. dribble. Great dribble. Fucking tremendous. That'll be hard to beat. That's a Hall of Famer, I think. I love that oh, brush. That was blade. so good. Obviously, he finished with the bloody he, oh, uh, he, the the manly fucking look. It was, it, but that's okay. It, it was, was a great brushes with Lane. It was a great brushes the, with it, Lane. The tone was spot on. He paced it really well. Really well. He didn't bite off more than he could chew. No. Tom. He went in aggressive. He held his own. He didn't dwell on any of the no. areas of the story. Just bang, bang, it might have, bang. Look, it might have been the dot points to I, his I, point. I think it certainly helped. He, that was tremendous. Yeah. I'd, I give, that a, I'd give that a nine-five, Tom. Can you? How do you fucking archive? That's how. That's how you dribble. That's how you dribble, punters and dribblers. We should really start saving these. Oh, that's that's, that's the first one I think we've saved. That's top shelf. Yep. That's top shelf. All right. You just drag them onto the onto the hard drive, like a, a dribbler. Yeah. Folder of yeah, fame. Yeah, we should. Great dri- halls of fame. Because then we can put them in the end of year dribbles of fame. Let's start doing that. Obviously, the greatest hits was well received was last well received. time. I think a dribbler hall of fame for the end of the year. Some, that's in. Yeah, that's in. That's there. definitely in. Tremendous. Yeah, Tom Eddie, how are we boys? Uh, it's the Bone Man here. Bone Man. Bone. Of uh, doing failed backflips in my hallway fame. <laughs> Didn't get back to you about how my internship went with scabs all over my face. <laughs> Met with the Year Nines. They saw right through it. Tried to tell them that I um, headbutted a sandbank at the beach, and. Uh, I could tell they smelled a rat. Yeah, not a good way to get off to a relationship, but a couple of weeks later, we're all good. Anyway, Scabs I've just watched off. the Roosters dust up the Broncos pretty heavily, and I think I've got a bit of a alternate take on the game that uh, most people will probably have. I'm not going to watch the Matty John show here. Fucking wank them off. <laughs> I think the Broncos have made them look good. I think if the Roosters come up against a a Raiders uh, like they played last week, I don't think they even score a point. And to be frank, I think the other 14 teams probably dust them up to nil. Um, so I'm keen to get your opinion. How do you think they played? But, I mean, from where I'm sitting, I can see right through them. It's predictable, flat footy. Yeah, let us know what you think. Peace soon. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Look, I mean, all you have to do is look back to round two of this year, Tom. See Manly get the Chockies against the Roosters. Yeah. I mean, they're not much to look at, I don't think. No. I don't think there's any much I don't think they're much chop. No. I don't think they're much no, chop. No, no. Overblown, overrated. Only slightly less overrated than the Eels, but... Look, they came up against a pretty ordinary outfit in the, in South first week. Or first week of the, yeah. of the new team. They haven't been challenged in the second They haven't been challenged, the and they got up there and played one of the worst outfits in the history of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not handing out medals for that, Tom. No, unimpressive. Wildly unimpressive. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, g'day, g'day, Hello Sport. Uh, it's Perth Heat here. 
Um, Perth Pete. Just listen to your latest podcast when you're talking about that uh, Cronella player who got um, tested for having five substances in his body. And I think um, a similar thing happened in the, in the AFL. So I think you guys covered it last year where that really, really um, mm. caught a bit of Gatorade in, in his um, <laughs> in the kind of really? test tube or whatever. Forgot about that. And yeah. yet, um, then it was, it was like that happened. And then like a month later, um, like the day before he was supposed to play a final, they kind of told him like, um, like, like they've been provisionally suspended. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty dog act by by Asada to be to be doing that because he he'd already like flown from Perth to Melbourne and was about to play the game and then um gets told that he's been banned. And um yeah the other thing I think I'm gonna, gonna I don't know whether this has happened yet on the show but I think I'm gonna have to give you guys a clip unfortunately. Um went went back through the archives and uh, listened to a podcast you guys did with Dylan Buckley. Shout out Dill. Um so for those who don't know he. He's an AFL player, played for Carlton and GWS and had like four seasons with Carlton. Um, and Great bloke. Yeah, so you guys asked him a question. Had he ever played at the MCG? Um, so I don't know what you guys, what your your knowledge or your, your geography is like of Melbourne, but I um, just thought I'd let you guys know that. So Carlton is a suburb, um, which is about three k's from the G, and yet it's been Carlton's home ground for like... About 150 years, so yeah, just um, thought I'd let you guys know that. And uh, yeah, I uh, don't like to give you guys a clip. Not too sure whether it's happened before, but I just thought I'd um, let you guys know, and uh, hopefully you can take it up, take that on board. Um, see you soon. Cheers. Look, appreciate that. Appreciate, appreciate that. that. Look, I will I'm... say, I will say, from where I was sitting, I yeah. remember you asked a question, Tom. Yeah. From where I was sitting, it was more of an entry to allow Dylan to regale us with stories about the G. G exactly. Have you ever played there? It was a lead-in. Yes. It was a, it's a classic interviewer technique. No, you also, because, you know, Dylan, by his own admission, his career was up and down. I didn't want to be like, have you ever played at the G? And he's like, no, I played, you know, I never got the chance. And yeah. then he fucking, you ask him, have you ever played? And then he can go into it. Now, also, I will say this, Eddie. I pride myself on my lack of knowledge about Melbourne. Couldn't care less. No, I didn't know Carlton was three kilometres from the MCG. I don't know what suburb the MCG's in. So... And nor should you. And nor should I, right? Because we don't we don't pretend to be anything other than we are. No. And we don't know much about AFL. No, exactly. We know where they. We know the names of the. But teams. I was there in that interview, and yeah. I remember. I remember it, the. The air in which the question was asked. Exactly. It was about giving Dill the, the stage That's to flourish. That's it. Here's the stage, young buck. Fly. Flap your wings. And now, shout out to Dill, who has an extremely successful podcast, uh, Dill and Friends. Yeah, yeah. If you want to if you want to check it out, punters and dribblers, you, won't be, you will not be uh, disappointed. Disappointed. It's tremendous. I think he's also part he's of the young buck on the rise. podcast network. Young buck on the rise. Dylan Buckley, young buck. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Now, in terms of the Willie Rioli and Asada stitching him up late in the piece, look, I would think that there would be an element of Asada. That by you know by definition, they're sort of anti. Are they protectionist around sport? Or are they anti-sport? Like no, I think they're protectionist. Yeah, but I'm but saying, they're, they're, but, they're... but there could be people within the system. That's sort of like... Well, I think they're just pro... Asada's pro Asada. So it's like, if this makes us look good or makes us get enough coverage... Well, that's it. Exactly. More coverage. Yeah. We covered it. Yeah. We've covered it. But, yeah. Fuck Asada. Uh, Tom, uh, Eddie. 
uh, for safety reasons, uh, I won't be identifying myself today. Um, all I would like to contact you about is to wish you commiserations on the loss tonight, but also a massive suck shit and up the eels. Uh, the real king really stood up tonight, didn't he? That's right, Clint Gustafson, that bomb where Throboyevich, so to speak, and him go up for it at the same time, and the Gus, the king, Paris finest, the man comes down with the ball, just showed showed about tonight, and like this, oh, this forward pass, fucking, fucking we want absolute to... block of roads bullshit. Um, and yeah, the so, ball. so <laughs> Clint caught the ball. Shout soon, out to Clint. Probably won't want one with me now, but yeah, fucking suck shit and up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> mate, yeah. when we get to the pointy end of the season, deep into October, we're going to dig that up and yeah, play it again, mate. But also, he's like, you know, getting on his knees for Clint, who basically got steamrolled to lose the game. So Clint got bitched within an, e- an inch of his life. Yeah, and we like Clint. He's he made a good manly stock. Exactly. Originally, Northern Beach of stock. Why do you think he's so good? Shout out to Clint, but also like you know, don't try and fucking look. Uh, yeah, but don't go all pro Clint because he got steamrolled at the end. No, you know what I mean. Well, Clint, Clint caught the ball. Yeah, he'd fucking want to. My name is Fletcher Price, and my dad's a really good horse trainer. Thank you. That all was right. odd. That was weird. I don't know if you did your old man any favours there, Fletcher, or if he you now just sounds like he's raised a fucking weird old son. <laughs> he might be a good horse trainer, but he's a fucking weird dad, it would seem. <laughs> might have been on the horse tranquilizer. Well, there, yeah, that's true. But shout out to you, Fletcher, and shout out to your dad. I mean, I would have appreciated some info on, like, the horses he trains. I would have been nice for you to call up and say, listen, boys, I've got a great horse for you and the, and the punter and the dribbler Didn't acknowledge the punters or the dribblers. Look, Didn't say beer soon. Mate, look, if from where I'm sitting, Tom, if my old man trained horses and he was in and around pony stock, right, I'd be calling us up going, listen, i got a little donkey running around, two grand. Do you and the punters and the dribblers want to pull together some money and buy one? Do you want to get on a donkey? Do you want a, a, to have a horse of the punter and the dribbler? Now, that's an idea. That's something that... That's I feel like should, that's an opportunity We missed. should really be crowdfunding a P's and D's pony. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's missed an opportunity. He's fucked it there. All right, let's roll on. But the thought of a P's and D's pony... Gets me wet. Yeah, g'day, boys. Gets me so wet. Shit, Potter. Um, oh, he's back again. Bounced out. I'm walking home from the uh, Warrywood bus stop. Bounced out. I've uh, had a rugby league skin full at Tommy's. This is the guy that called in about the Dez. This is the difference. The guy who did the Brussels with lame Dez, this is the same guy. Oh, is this him? This is him. Just hear how the alcohol has just absolutely mushed his brain. The cafe in Glebe. Listen, I'm a Nils fan. I feel for you boys. Oh, this is what it's called. Uh, that was a fair try. Oh. At the end there of the uh, Eagles game. Not sure about Dylan Walker's, mind you. No, it was a try, bro. But uh, just in the fairness of dribble, I just want to say, uh, commiserate for you boys. All right, take it easy. This is not a double dribble. This is a, was a long time before between dribbles. <laughs> you know what? It, no matter how the, the, the lines and the divisions of teams go, dribble unites us all. And it does. He, he called back there to sort of, you know, Offer genuine commiserations, which I appreciate. Tom, we're united under the banner of dribble. Yeah. We're all under the one banner of dribble. All equal. Yeah, all equal. 
under the the, the flag of dribble. <laughs> Hello again to the punter and the dribbler. It's the um, cone rhetoric AFL dribbler calling again. Uh, very much, I was a boy boyed, a boyed boy after your uh, review of my last dribble. Uh, no cone rhetoric going on tonight, but I just want to ask, you've spoken about an NRL skinful, a rugby league skinful. I just want to know, what's the difference as an AFL dribbler? I just want to know, what's the difference between a rugby league skinful and yeah, you know, an Aussie rules skinful? I'm thinking like, an Aussie rules skinful, they really sweep that sort of shit under the rug. You know, we got a big rug for AFL. Uh, but I feel like it gets a little bit wilder. You know, Chapel Street in Melbourne. A bit of questionable as questionable stuff gets over there. Anyway, boys, would love to hear your opinions. Uh, Tom and Eddie, love your work. And as always, big shout out to uh, Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Big <laughs> always. Always. You've got to pay your respects to the Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Look, I'll say first and foremost, a rugby league skinful, very visible. Yes. Very, very, very visible. Mm-hmm. Think fights in Bali. Yeah. Think, you know, fucking... Pissing yourself Pissing in yourself in public. Pissing your own mouth. Big public nudity displays Falling down asleep in, out the side of stadiums. Yeah. Falling asleep in airports. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, punching on with fucking just about anybody. Exactly. Anyone and everyone. Like, that AFL skinfuls are, <laughs> you know, a bit more like... Cra- think, crafty? Yeah, well, it's just a bit more like... <coughs> it's a bit darker. You know, goey, <clears throat> meth, mm. wigs. Yeah. Off nice. the rails. Off the rails. Rehabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little bit... Uh... Harder to celebrate the AFL skinful. Yes. Yes. You because know? there's something, there's something you know, warming. Something something that's nourishing about a rugby league skinful. Yeah, it's a we bit can all, it's, it's a bit of slap on the back. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Like, you know, it's I'll just a bit of a fun. put my dick in a schooner glass. Oh, look, Timmy's got his dick out again. Oh, How he's good. pissed himself. Oh, he's thrown up on a stranger. Yeah. Oh, he's gotten a bit of a fisty cuff. Like, yeah. It's all a bit of fun and games, Tom, I think, largely. Yeah, there can be some consequences, and generally speaking, they're pretty rare. Yes. But from where you and I sit, and that's north of the border mm. in New South Wales territory, Tom, yes. uh, from where we're sitting, the AFL drama and scallywag behaviour seems to go a bit dark, a bit rogue. Very rogue. It's And, and in terms of the, uh, the skinful it provides, you know, it's like... It's not the it's not the the liquor that I want to consume. No, it's something that you whisper about afterwards. Yeah. Oh, did you see? You know, did you see what I, mean? what I got up to last night. Oh, like, it's like usually like you wake up from a rugby league skinful. Ah, yeah, it's a bit funny. Whatever. If you wake up from an AFL skinful, it's like, oh yeah, I don't actually want to like. I want to forget about it as quickly as possible. You, you turn your phone off. Yeah, you turn your you phone. You turn your phone. Off. You turn your phone off and you pretend like you and just you come, don't remember. Yeah, and you just don't go to work on Monday, and then That's you come in Tuesday, and you just go. You don't say you don't you, you don't, don't even acknowledge it. You don't even acknowledge it. You just sit down at your desk and you start tapping away and you keep your head down until yeah. five PM and then you fucking sneak and out the some, back door. And if someone asks you about it, you go, What? Yeah. No. What are you talking? No, mate, I was mate, I was at I was at my mum's always. Wasn't me? Well, you've still got some eyeshadow on. Yeah. I don't no, not me, man. Not no, me. I've got a black eye for no, I don't know. Cu- I fell down the stairs. Yeah. You're covered in glitter. Yeah, you're covered in glitter, you've got eyeshadow on, and you reek of Midori. <laughs> That's the difference we see. And I can see that bottle of ammo in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Tom and Eddie. Uh, thank you so much for all the punters and the dribblers out there um, for your absolute 
God-saving words during these hard, hard times that we've been going through as a society, as a people, as a nation, it has brought us together. Uh, this is this is the first time, Dribbler, long time, long time, long time, listener, um, just want to come and say, love the rhetoric around getting Kelly Slater on the podcast. What I love it. I absolutely this? This love it. But I want to... I want to propose something a bit more close to us, to the Australian crew. Uh, why not get Daniel Ricciardo on the podcast? Let's have an interview with the great Australian man himself. Let's get some Aussie spirit back on the show. We had Curly Bill. Now let's get the man himself, the hero of the F1 Netflix show, Drive to Survive. I want to see Daniel Ricciardo on the show. Kelly Slater, obviously, goat, legendary goat. But let's get an Aussie on there to get us through these very, very tough times, Tom and Eddie. Um, once again, big fan of your work. I love it. Loved your days. It's been good. Uh, you guys have been fantastic. Uh, once again, thank you so much. And we out. Okay, look... Sure. I'm just trying to work out why an American's telling us to get an Australian on the podcast. He's, he's There's no way he's Australian, right? No, no, no. He said, like, I thought he would have been super pro Kelly. We were like, finally one of your own. Yeah, exactly. Like, we were confused when we first heard D or Dave on. We were like, is this the most Bondi kid we've ever heard? Yeah. We now know that Dave's got some South African in him. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the you know, it's all, there's a bit of clarity around the situation. There's some clarity. But that's made it muddier that's, that's, because I've got a Yank is. calling in saying that I don't let's want a Yank, yeah. I want an Aussie. He's a, a Yank going, let's make this thing more Australian. I will say this. I would love Daniel Ricciardo. We'll get him. We'll get Daniel. But, but we've got... I've got my fucking sights set on Kelly, and that's just the way it is. Like, I, I, I set my sights. And we go after it. And that's it. Like, I mean, Tom no, and I have got blinkers always yeah, have. That's, it's blinkers. It's Curtly Beale, it's Angus Crichton, it's Kelly Slater. And you know what? It delivers yeah. every time. Because, I mean, you can't have multiple eyes on different targets. That's when you... Because then, then that's when you miss all of them. Tom, do you know what? Do you know what? That's when you drop the ball. Yeah. That's you know it. what I mean? That's mm-hmm. when you drop the balls. You've got your eyes up looking at the defence, you get pumped. Yeah. And you've dropped the ball. Yeah. Knocked on. Now you look like an idiot. Now you look like a fucking beater. Nah. I'm going to catch the nut. Yeah, that's it. Take all the hole. eyes on Kel. Kel, please reach out. Punish dribblers. Absolutely continue to hound Kel, respectfully, but hound Kel. Did he double dribble that bloke? That might have been what I was looking at. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was a first time call injury. Carry on. Yeah, g'day, the punters. <laughs> the dribblers. It's old uh, cum dog here. Where's he from? Go back. Short time. Is that his name? Yeah, g'day, the punters. <laughs> the dribblers. It's old uh, cum dog here from Newcastle, New South Wales. Newcastle. Newcastle. Fuck, I love it up there. Yeah, look, boys. Uh, short time listener, first time dribbler. Um, just calling in for me first dribble. <laughs> just been out with the boys and and a girl for our first little ejaculatory <laughs> post ISO Bevo sesh down at the pub here at Port Macquarie. 
Um, just want to get your yeah. thoughts on the sit-down only requirement at the pub. Feels like a bit of a beta move to be at the pub trying to tie on a full sesh and not being able to get up and uh, and move it around a little bit. Um, so, yeah, look, sit-down beers, beta, alpha, cuck, not cuck. Uh, let us know, boys. Cheers. Moon beers soon. Look, I think I think at this stage, come dog, you've just got to take what you can get. Seatbelt signs are on at the moment, yeah. mate. Look, you take your licks where you can get them, Tom. Yeah. And look, we open the podcast. You and I talking about our bods, how they're not what they were. Yeah, I'll take a seat if they're on offer. I'll put it this way: if they said to me you can go to the pub, you can't sit down, I'd be way more pissed off about it than going to the pub and being able yeah, to have a sit You down. have to stand at the pub. I'd be furious. Yeah, I'd be absolutely right. I'd be fucking I go, there's absolutely no way. No, I can't set up longer than fucking 90 minutes. Exactly. That's the cutoff. That's it. Oh, 90 minutes? Mate, I remember... Like, That's about a Red Bull. When it, yeah, exactly. And then you can stand up for months. But like, fucking hell, mate. I don't think there's... I mean, you've got pubs back. You're in the pub. What are you doing standing up? Like, if there's seats there, just sit there and get blind. Unless you're whipping home a pony, you, there's no business standing up. And I think that most publicans will understand if you're up and about on top of a table whipping one home, I almost think that's written into They're the still hu- The publicans are still human. They get it. They appreciate the need, the want, the desire to whip home a pony. Yeah. No one's saying you can't whip home... A stallion, mate. But certainly, it's not that hard to tie one on sitting down. I've done it plenty. I've done it more often than I've tied one on standing up. That's where I do my best work, Tom. Yeah. Seated. Seated. All right. Thanks, cum dog, though. That's... I think he double dribbled that bloke. Oh, did he? Cum dog. Fantastic name. Lottie Takiri. <laughs> what? Wow. What the fuck was that? Oh, they're out and about today. Come dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come dog, you are one rogue bit of gear. <laughs> He's as rogue as they get, the cum dog. Oh my god. Fuck. Love it. Um Kelly Slater, please reach out. Punters, dribblers, please continue to hit up Kelly. It's closer than you think. There is a GoFundMe for Butter Menthols. That's the link in the bio. Feel free to give generously if you want. We've already got a good chunk of change there. We're going to get some fucking Butter Menthols. Five, five, five at last four. $555. That's a lot of money for Kel. Look, look, put it this way. How much would you spend to wrangle a goat? Exactly. And listen, it's all going to Butter Menthols. So it's all going to it's Kel. It's a good cause. But... But reach out to Kel, respectfully, yep. because we are close, punters and dribblers, but he might need a final push. He might need a little push, but believe us when we say we're close. Um, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, like, subscribe, five stars if you can be fucked. If you haven't given us a review, give us a review. Give us a review. It's got to be quiet on the review front. I wouldn't mind a new review. Yeah, wouldn't mind a see. new review. We might read them out if they're good. We might not. Um, if you leave a funny one, I'll read it out. Then we've also got the uh, the punters and dribblers page, as we said. If you're not there yet, then you're a nobody, you're a beater, you're a loser. You're Clint Gutherson getting pumped by uh, Garrick. Shout out to Clint Gutherson. We are still actually big fans. Love you, Clint. Um, but you got pumped. You got pumped. And, uh, Eddie, again, if you're on the punters and dribblers page... Rip in. Rip in. Rip in. Because, it, mate, it's, you know, it's a snake pit in there, but it's It's a good. snake pit, but it, it breeds, you know, hard, a- tough dribblers. Yeah. Yeah. 
but also be nice. Yeah. There's no point being an asshole. Just We're be not, a dribbler. Yeah. Just be a good, honest dribbler. Be a good, honest dribbler. Um, anything else you wanted to get to, Eddie? I don't know. No, I think that's probably it, it isn't Dave, it? Dave, is that us, mate? I think that's it. Thank you very much to D or Dave again on fire today. Mate, he was, he's getting quicker and quicker. And the P's and D's really warming today. Oh, I think so. It's he's hard not to. The fucking ha- they're part of the furniture yeah, now. Yeah, it's hard not. It's hard not to. It's hard not to. Thank you, Dave. Tremendous. Thank Great app. Thanks for coming. Beer soon. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>